one thing we have to keep in mind is that, and we talked about it on the show. But at the same time, it comes from two different points. Then all of a sudden, you want to say, oh, well, you know, best, I think for me, I don't know if I can speak for everybody else. This is Dead End Sports. This is a place where sports opinions collide. Dead End Sports. I'm your host, Kenneth B. Ange. Joining me on the show, we got Shelton J. How y'all doing, man? We got FIFO 24-7. What it do, what it do. Welcome back. We got Mr. A.K.A. himself, Nicky Doucet. A.K.A. It's your boy, it's your boy, A.K.A. I get the dubs. Ain't that right, FIFO? That's it. I'm, I'm, I'm claiming it because I was on the team. I, was, I played shit ball, but I was, <laughs> hey, I got the dub. No, you got a couple dubs. I was the James Jones of the crew. <laughs> <laughs> um, no BZ430. That's why I kind of paused uh, when I was about to say FIFO name because uh, I was about to say him, but. He's not here. I think he quit on us, y'all. Be, be like bro, man from the fifth floor. For real. <laughs> he come in, he come in and make a sandwich and dip. For hey, real. Sometimes, hey, sometimes B be here, but he don't even be here. So it's... Be, be going to be in all the comments talking shit. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but yeah, as you guys obviously can see, we're here. It's election night. Uh, that's a sport within itself, right? It's a race. Isn't it a race? Yeah. Yeah. But, um, you know, we're not going to let those monkeys stop this show. <laughs> so we so we're gonna keep this thing going, man. Um and uh and we'll see what happened with the election. We know that that is something that will be determined later on. We know uh over time, over the last few years since he has been in office, uh we've talked about um the guy that's in there now and um and comments and stuff he's made uh about the NFL and basketball and stuff like that. So um, so it is important night. I hope uh, those that felt like voting got out and vote voted um, and everything went smoothly, which I think it did. I saw news from the Wall Street Journal that said uh, there were no not a lot of gaps and stuff. So not uh, what are you talking about, like technical issues. I mean, there are going to be technical issues that happens every other every election year. But in terms of like the major like people thought it was going to be like chaos. And the Wall Street Journal was like, yeah, everything that they people thought was going to happen. Uh, didn't happen. I saw some. I saw somewhere in DC they was boarding up like stores and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, they were doing it here. Um, yep. I down at uh, Target. Um, I don't know where Tiffany was, but she was somewhere, and she posted it on on her feed that they were boarding it up. So it's happening yeah. everywhere. Yeah, it says. Uh, and this is the Wall Street Journal. This was. Um, it says that I'm just going to read the the headline. Uh, ele- well, the subheading. Election and law enforcement officials prepared for long lines, protests, and intimidation that largely didn't materialize. So, uh, so for the most part, I think everything went okay, um, which is good. So, um, so yeah. So, um, but yeah, we're here to talk about what happened this weekend and uh, and some news happening in in the NBA too, uh, yeah. with the start of the league and people players sitting out, coach hirings and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. um, let's jump into it. Yeah, let's start with let's start with the NBA. Where you at? Um, well, the first thing, I guess, the first thing really is like we don't have an official start date for the NBA yet. Mm-hmm. I think it was heavily assumed Christmas Day, let's start again and stuff like that. But it seems like the the NBA executives are. I don't know who who they're really fight in house fighting with if it's the players or whatever. But it seems like. They haven't come up with a decision, and they have to make a decision like soon. Otherwise, they have to push all that back to like January or you know maybe late January or even February. They want to do Martin Luther King Day. 
Well, no, I heard they want to do Christmas still because of the all, players wanted to do MLK. Oh yeah, I think yeah, yeah, the players yeah, want to yeah. do or thinking about MLK weekend, uh, which makes sense for them. Uh, but I think for the money and the business, like starting on Christmas Day makes a lot of sense as well. Oh, yes. Uh, Christmas Day uh, makes a lot of sense because of the business stuff. And obviously that's like the biggest day in the NBA starting uh, outside of opening night. So what are y'all thoughts on the scheduling? And then we can get into like the other stuff as far as the new hirings. Um, I understand. Well, I, I sort of understand. I think it depends on who's talking. So if you are on the Miami Heat team, and the Lakers, I understand that's a little soon to be starting for you. Mm-hmm. Um, even if you were on the Nuggets and uh, who did the Heat play? The Heat played Boston, I believe. Boston, I get it. But if you them mother niggas, bro, <laughs> <laughs> come on, man, <laughs> bro. <it's- laughs> But I, I get what you're saying. Because I, I was talking to some of my homies about that, too, as far as, like, I still feel like it's too soon in general. Mm-hmm. Just because it's like we literally just had the finals a month ago. Mm-hmm. And now you're talking about a month and a half. Like, and this is holiday. Like, they just got out the bubble. You And I don't know what they mean by coming back as far as, like, if it's another bubble or if it's just, you know, the arenas, but obviously more, you know, heavily quarantined and stuff. But if it's another bubble situation, them niggas ain't they ain't trying to go back anytime. I so. do agree with that, right. and right. that's what they need to figure out, like how they're gonna play, limited, you know, arenas, spaced out, et cetera, et cetera. So have, have they said yes? Mm-mm. They just trying to get us. They, they, they trying to get a start date to figure all the other shit out. And they're gonna, they gonna, I mean, they're gonna, they're gonna, you know, as, as we sit here maskless, but they're gonna have cases. <laughs> <laughs> they gonna, I mean, like if cases are inevitable, man. With we see it happening throughout the, the NBA and we saw it happen, uh, no, NFL and Major League Baseball. So um, when you have those many uncontrolled variables, you know, it, it's bound to happen. So they need to get an understanding of that and, um, and really decide how much they're willing to lose on money. I think is a difference of what, two weeks, maybe, between that and Martin Luther King Day? Man, just low manage. And start and get your money. That's it. LeBron should, if he didn't want to play, come back Martin Luther King Day. Well, if LeBron ain't playing, the league ain't starting. Right. Yeah, they're going to start. They got why not? The Lakers just won the title. He was the finals MVP. The opening night starts. They still got Anthony Davis. They still got the Clippers. If LeBron ain't playing, the league ain't starting. Not look. Oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead, Shelton. I was just going to say, they, they. I believe they will start around Christmas. And the reason being is, you know, Thanksgiving is football. Christmas is known for basketball. And that would be a great opening day. They did have four months off. So they had the time off. It's not like, you know, they they didn't have an ample amount off anyway. And it's you, you got to get back in regular rotation at some point. So I, I think they're just trying to jump back in where they can jump in. As long as it's not the bubble situation, I think you just make it work. It's going to have to be the bubble. It's gonna have to be the bubble. It's this Wait. is the worst time. This is the worst time of the year to come back, technically, because this is flu season. So why would you open it up again in flu season? It makes no sense. That's what I'm saying. Like it would have to be the well, bubble. Because 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 the thing is, is that the business of basketball must continue. And the first domino in figuring out the business of basketball is a start date. 
once you have a start date, then now you can figure out logistics. Are we going to have multiple bubbles? Are we going to have one bubble? Are we going to have, are we going to break down the season into quarters? You know what I'm saying? You know, like we, we ball for three weeks and then we're off. Like I, like nobody knows, you know what I'm saying? They got to figure that out, but we got to, they have to come to, this is when we're starting, you know what I'm saying? And I agree with Shelton to a degree where, you know, Thanksgiving is always known for football. You don't wake up talking about, oh, what basketball games are on? No, we want to see Dallas. We want to see shit. Who, who else? Detroit. 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 Well, I don't know if we want to see Detroit, but, so, you know, being here. We don't want to see Dallas either. True. <laughs> True. Yeah. But, 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 but you know what? Even when the team is bad, you still want to see because you want to see how Jerry Jones is going to spin this. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, basketball is known for Christmas Day. To me, being a grown-ass man now, I'll give about no damn presents that anybody got me. I want to see these basketball games and I want to see these matchups. So I think that is the perfect day, but everything is still up in the air. So let's not criticize the NBA as to how they're going to handle it. Because I think as the first team to properly handle COVID, right. And keeping everybody extremely safe. Cause think about it. They went through the whole bubble and nobody caught COVID. That's, that's amazing. That's, that's yeah. truly amazing. So they did it right. Let's give them time to figure it out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Let, let, let's not jump on their back for this. Um, in other news, uh, Philly's just been busy this whole offseason. Mm-hmm. Not only did they, you know, hire Doc Rivers as their head coach, mm-hmm. not only, well, the two announcers I'm talking about is Daryl Morey is their president mm-hmm. now. And they extended Elton Brand mm-hmm. as he's the GM, right? Still, yeah, so the GM, so still the GM. Yeah. So they got Daryl Morey, Elton Brand, and Doc Rivers, mm-hmm. three niggas that haven't done shit in a long time. <laughs> oh, hey, so... man, this is disrespectful. This is disrespectful hey, listen, I was thinking, I, I was thinking about that, and I was saying, well, maybe because the Elton Brand thing threw me for a loop. I I don't see why he still has a job, but. I was thinking maybe this man is just really good at communication. Maybe he's good at, you know. He's a salesman pretty much. (laughs) Yeah, maybe he has a good player uh, management relationship. Maybe he's good at that point. So they're taking away the responsibility of building a team and giving him the managerial responsibilities of being the the liaison. Maybe that's what, because it's got to be more to it than just that, because he built a horrible team. Like he just... I don't know what to call it. That product he put on the floor was just, just awful. But but let's be honest. Elton Brand did a great job of acquiring talent. Maybe not all of the talent didn't work cohesively, but that's partly not his fault. Part of that lies on the coach to make the the pieces work. And I Mm. think the Al Horford signing is, is the most head scratching one to a degree. I still liked it at the time primarily because we know Joel Embiid's health. You know what I'm saying? And I think that they were kind of banking on being able to play Joel and Al Horford because now he has a three-point shot. But Al Horford laterally is is not quick for some of these fours, for a lot of these fours in the league now. I think young Al Horford maybe, but young Al Horford didn't have the three-point shot and the ball handling he has now. So all of that stuff kind of plays against each other. However, let's, let's be honest, like, Elton Brand swung the bat when he was supposed to swing, right? And I, and I talked and I talked about it like with Sam Hinkie with all of the all of that talent. At some point in time, he was going to have to move on from some of it. 
but for the amount of money he gave him, though, FIFO, he really didn't have to do much. Like, there's not much convincing that that you need to give Al Horford. You're going to give him all that money because who else was going to give it to him? Nobody. So if that's the case. He would have got signed somewhere. Not not, not for that, that much. Not, not for that much. But, but I, I give you that. I give you that. No, but same thing I, with Tobias. He threw he threw all that money out. It's like and and we he knew. had to though. T- Tobias is different. Somebody was gonna pay Tobias that money because Tobias was averaging twenty and whatever, and he was one of the few players to do that. Plus, he was a stretch three four, right? When he made like when he, I would I would have done it, me personally, which which you know hindsight is twenty twenty, and maybe he knew something in, internally that I didn't know. I would have really made a push to keep Jimmy. That would have been my whole. But was, but, that wasn't his decision. Yeah, that wasn't that wasn't on him. Jimmy wanted to bounce, and 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 he and and it wasn't Joel Embiid. It wasn't Ben Simmons. It was uh, who's the coach? Uh, Brett Brown. Brett Brown. Brown. Brett, Brett Brown. Brown was the reason why Jimmy Butler left. Brett Brown was too soft for Jimmy Butler, and Jimmy felt that a soft coach isn't going to get us over the hump. And you already see what they've done with that. Uh, we, however, we, let, let, let's look at what we, what they're working with now. The last time this guy, um, J. Cole's twin, looked like a <laughs> damn all-star, who was the head coach? Doc Rivers. Oh. But that was a that was a that was a what? Those are the little rascals, bro. That was that wasn't expecting him to do much. You know what I'm but, saying? But, like, but, what, but here, what are we talking here, about but, here? But here, here's the thing: Tobias is best when you don't have to count on him. Tobias is best when... <laughs> How does that sound, though? I, look, 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 listen. Listen, this is basketball. Go ahead. They, 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 go ahead. My bad. Go ahead. What, what I'm yeah. saying is it, he's a lot like Chris Middleton, right? When you put the pressure on Chris Middleton, does he perform? No. Chris Middleton, that's the reason why he's the third or fourth best player on the championship team because night in, night out, I can't rely on you. And And... and and that's what Tobias is. Not, and I think Tobias. I like Tobias a little bit more than I like Chris Middleton because he he does more with the ball in his hand. He has more playmaking, more shot creation than Chris Middleton does. And I think even on the defensive end, he's a little bit more versatile than Chris Middleton. Um, and I think that in the NBA right now, you play for versatility, and that's exactly what Tobias is. He's six eight, six nine, um, hits threes, plays mid range game, can post up little guys, can handle the rock in a pick and roll situation. You know, could guard multiple uh, 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 positions. You pay for that. You know what I'm saying? But on the offensive end, if you're relying on him to be your second best score, you're not a championship team. But I think with bringing in Doc, um, I think they're going to make a move. Bro, you bring in Daryl Morey, shit going to, it ain't going to be the same. Yeah, something going to happen. One of those guys. To uh, 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 Ben or or Embiid, um, one of them guys is gone. Well, here's yeah. my here's my take on it. For one, Shelton, as far as the Al Horford sign, that was all really about what do we have to do to make Boston weaker, and that's why they made that. That's why they were willing to over. Well, he was willing to overpay Al Horford just to take him away from Boston. And as you can see in the playoffs, Boston could have really used Al Horford when mm-hmm. it came down to it. Uh, when it came to size, because uh, what's his name, uh, Thesis Thice, whatever his name, it ain't cutting. Thibault. <laughs> Whatever the fuck. No, Thice. What? Oh, yeah. talking about Boston. Yeah. Yeah. Boston. Yeah. So he wasn't... He, so that was all about just like, let's make our competition weaker. As far as uh, Elton Brand, I'm not the biggest critic. I know, uh, Sheldon, you are. I'm not the biggest critic because like FIFO said, like his job, and I think this is FIFO's analogy, is like I'm the... I get the groceries. You know, I just put the shit in the cart. 
I'm not the cook. That's the coach. The coach is the one that's supposed to put this whole meal together. I'm just buying the groceries. I'm bringing you the best product. And that's what he kind of did. Like he, I mean, we look at uh, what's the dude from Toronto, uh, GM. Masai Ujiri. Masai Ujiri. Like yeah. when he made that swing for Kawhi, it worked out. Championship. Mm-hmm. He looks at it as a hero. If Kawhi did the same thing like Jimmy did as far as not bring a title and leave, Masai's probably fired. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it, it's just all about how certain things shake. Um, but as far as this hiring of Daryl Morey or this, like, I guess they're trying to make the Rockefeller back again in Philly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yo, Chris and Biddy Siegel, them, like, state it's property. Rock in here. This, this is state property for real. All right. It might end the same way because it might end up with everybody getting cut. All right. So I, I just don't understand how Doc Rivers, Daryl Morey, and Elton Brand are going to bring a title or make a deep run with this team when neither one of them in recent years have had much success. Maybe they're better, better together. And, and he, As the three stooges, yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> but I don't see, because like, again, you're asking, FIFA was trying to well, be think about it, though. PC with Tobias Harris. But think, but think about it, like, apart, all of them tried to do things, they had a, a, a philosophy. And, you know, it, it didn't work, but there were some successes there. So if you come together and you take all of those philosophies and figure out a way to kind of mesh them together into one, maybe the, the, that light at the end of the tunnel gets a little bit better, a little bit brighter for them because now they can consolidate all of their plans into something that, that could work. So, and I think in terms of, you can mention Thibault, there's another guy they got, uh, FIFO mm-hmm. in Philly, um, he was a rookie draft. He was a rookie. And uh, I think he broke his leg or something. And um and like pre in summer spring games or something. Oh, um but they were high on him too. Is he still there? I can't think name? of this guy's name. For me, not Thibault. It's another guy. But for me, nonetheless. Zaire Smith. Yeah, Zaire Smith. He's still there. To me, it just it, it's still just like I feel like this move is made as this is their helm helm uh Mary. Remember, I was talking about a Hail Mary move with the Rockets last like last season and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the Hail Mary. Like, all right, let's get Doc here. Let's get Daryl Morey. Let's get Elton Brand. And let's see what mm-hmm. happens. I think if I think if they don't, I think they Not have really. title aspirations. If they don't get but, but past Nick, the second round this season, I think somebody's getting fired. But Nick, like, let, 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 let me ask if anybody this. be Brand. Like, like, exactly. What what were the 76ers supposed to do? Because at this point, they're in their championship window. So that means why would you say that? Because you paid Embiid and Ben Simmons. Okay, that's fine that you paid them, but why would you think they're in the championship window? Because because where Embiid is right now, he's top two at his position. Ben Simmons is top three. And where's I got them? So I understand. But but this is their championship window. So when you're in the championship window of the talent that you have drafted and developed, what that means is is that now you got to get the organization in place, meaning that whatever the best exec that is available, you go get that person, right? Because you're in a championship window. So the best exec that they felt that they can get right now is Daryl Morey. Um, the best head coach. Who was the best head coach on the market? It was Doc River. Oh. I was going to say Tyron Lue. Because <laughs> <laughs> he ain't the one that got fired. He the one that got hired. Potato, potato. Uh, <laughs> My thing is, though, is like, you say championship window. I just This mm-hmm. team 
if you want me to keep it a buck, it's just a good, it's just a talented roster. No, no, that's and, it. There's no, no title you. window because no, they have not a, proven they could. There is a title window because their two top players are top 15 players in the league, top 20 players in the league. And because that they are now physically in their prime and you are paying them as elite players in the NBA, this is their window. Whether you agree with how good of a team it is or not, this is the opportunity they have to make title runs is right now. So the moves that they have made are on time and on pace where where the Philadelphia 76ers are. Whether you want to critique it or not, whether you want to say this is a championship team or not, that's for you. But at the end of the day, financially, that's where they are. So they have to put the chips in. You have to push it in. Now is when you pay the luxury tax. You don't pay the luxury tax when Joel Embiid is 32 and broken down. You pay the luxury tax right now while you still got gas in that tank. I feel like they're in a better position now than they were before. Is that saying much? That's all I'm really asking. Mm -hmm. You're saying a lot. Because they're Mm -hmm. progressing, Nick. You you don't go from the bottom to the top. You got better coach. You got a better is that. Do they got a better coach? (laughs) They, 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 they do. They do. They got a more respectable coach. And the thing about it is we're going to see what he can do to, to develop those players because they really need more development. Is what he doesn't need. develop players. When has Doc Rivers ever developed a player? Tobias Maybe. Harris had his career year it's with Tobias, the Clippers. Would you consider and to, he got, if it wasn't for Doc, Tobias wouldn't have got who the was, Who was another got. player on that Clippers scene that was going to get those points or those rebounds? Tell me. Somebody had to do no, it. No one was going to do that. He, Like you said, he had the size and all that to do it. He was like Kevin Love in Minnesota. The only I mean, that Shy, can... Shy Giles Alexander looked good under him. Mm-hmm. He was and there. you see how much the Clippers have valued him too, right? They traded his ass right after his rookie year. We're just talking about talent that I'm just good. saying, I'm if you're really talented, talent. we're not letting yeah. you go. As you see what the Lakers did with Kuzma. But, but that wasn't Doc's call, was it? He wasn't the GM when, when, when they made that. Not at that time. They, they stripped that title away from him because he was fucking up. Okay, but oh, that's that, what I'm saying. Like, but, what are we but, talking but, about but here? We're talking player development, and we gave you two. You gave me one nigga. He gave you two. He Shy Gilgis and Tobias Harris. Shy Gilgis getting more development under Chris Paul than he ever did with I Doc understand Rizzo. all that. But at the same time, you can't say that Shy Gilgis did not develop at all under Doc Rivers. Did he or did he not? He, he developed yes or no. He made him a viable yeah, but he developed. Yeah. But I'm saying, Doc, you're naming out of all of Doc Rivers' coaching uh, time look, look, and resume. Look, 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 he hasn't look, look, had a look, lot of young... Oh, thank ahead. you. Thank you. That's exactly where I was going to go, Ken. Doc Rivers is considered a championship coach. Championship coaches don't have but maybe one or two young players on a championship roster. The rest of those guys are veterans. Ain't no developing. It's about putting you in a situation to succeed. That's it. So in in Philadelphia right now, is he developing or is he ready to just win the title? He He still has to develop. Okay, so then what are we talking about here again? Again, we gave you multiple. You gave me one or two. Rajon Rondo. Rondo. You gave me one. Rajon Rondo. Rondo. Rajon Rondo. Don't act like no, no, because they clashed. They clashed. Okay, but that's part of developing. No, no. They, think, wait, 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 hold on, hold on, Nick. You think growth is all fucking roses and daisies and no, shit? No, no, bro? no, no, no. I don't. Especially when you're talking about a point guard as heady as Rajon Rondo and a fucking NBA guard that was Doc Rivers that's now a head coach. Of course, you're gonna clash. I, Some of the I greatest. Look- uh, point guards and head coaches always clash. Magic Johnson didn't always see the same shit Pat Riley did. Okay, but Pat Riley definitely helped uh, develop Magic Johnson. I look at LeBrondo and Doc's relationship like Mike Brown and LeBron James. But we're talking. It ain't that says, much de- development. It's more about a, personal management. You're talking about the relationship, not the development. I'm just saying the. De- I'm saying that's the development. Like you didn't. He didn't develop. And he just. It was about uh, personality uh, management. 
That's what y'all said is Doc Rivers' best quality. That's what Shelton just said well, is like Ray, his best. Ray John Rondo is a good example. Like, because he was what, a rookie? First he, second, rookie, like, yeah. Right? Rookie. Yeah. Yeah, it's him, but that was know. their title when he was drafted. He was drafted a year before uh, that big three trade, right? And they were ready right. to win. Now it wasn't really about race. They just put Rondo in the. It was just no, no, wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't don't discredit the whole Rondo Doc Rivers thing because at the end of the day, you had Ray Allen, catch and shooter extraordinaire. You had Paul Pierce, a one on one player. You had KG, a uh, 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 um. A great team player, team defender, but offensively, yes, he was unselfish. But you had to feature him. Rondo is a natural pass first point guard. But 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 peep this though, Nick. Rondo, even though he's a natural pass first point guard, the coach and the point guard have to see the game the same because there's certain things that as a player you see that the coach don't see, and there's certain things as a coach that you see that the player don't see, and that is part of growth and development. And he had to get Rondo to understand how and when to do what he needed to do. Yeah, it's easier because obviously you ain't got to you ain't got to worry about even scoring a bucket, Rondo. Shoot two or three open shots, get about two three layups, do the, the rest is on you. But there still has to be a relationship there and you cannot discredit Doc Rivers' influence on Rajon Rondo's career, dog. Okay, so let's take this back to the original point. Is Doc Rivers there to develop or to win a title? I think both. You can't do both. You can't do yes, both. Yes, you can. You cannot yeah. do both. Yes, you can. Not with this roster. Not with Why this. Why not? Because like you always like to say, FIFA, what's one of your favorite words? I know mm-hmm. you got a lot of them. What is it? Mm-hmm. Context, right? Mm-hmm. The context of the mm-hmm. situation is we need to win something now. Because okay. we got to justify, like you said, this fucking pay, um, the salary cap for how mm-hmm. much we spend. And we're even going into the luxury tax. Mm-hmm. We don't right. have that much time. We Boston is getting better. Year right. by year, mm-hmm. uh, Toronto's still on our ass. They 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 the ones that just recently won the title in the East. Let me Milwaukee's still there. Like we don't have what what time yeah. do we have to let, develop? Let, 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 let me ask you something. You developed throughout the season. Is Jalen Brown still developing? Yes. Is Jason Tatum not still developing? Yes. Becoming more of a who are they is. not a championship contender? Not the favorite, but they could compete. They, they can, can be, go yeah, there yeah. and they could push any team okay. to right. the game. Okay. Why is Philly different? Because Philly's, Philly's not in that position. Philly is in that position. Their two best players are young players. Have they been out the second round? Have they? Have they? Have they progressed as a team over the last three years? Let me. That's, I'm just asking that, a question. That's why you're bringing because no. Because with Boston, when you're talking about developing, I've seen them progress. Philly has mm-hmm. literally been at a standstill. That's why they fired their coach. That's why they uh one they're damn they're about to fire. I thought they were gonna fire Elton Brand, but they still can let his ass go. They have been. They they talked about the process. That was their development. Now the process out the window. Nah, the pro- well, Boston's the pro- stuck in the mud too. No, see, see, here's the Boston's thing. Boston's in a better position than Philly, though. Hold on, let let let's to talk. Here's the thing. They 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 are the reason why I say both though, Nick, is because they're good enough. They have enough talent to get over the hump with the right person. Um, we're gonna be able to see what Doc really is with this team, unlike others, because like we said all before, he dealt with experienced teams. And in in y'all's defense, it could have been his 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 thing in with Boston with Rondo. Could have been the big three helping them develop Rondo. So it might not have been Doc. You know what I'm saying? But we'll find out now what Doc is made of because all we got to do is look no further than Ben Simmons. That's the key. If he can develop some sort of shot for Ben Simmons and kind of round out his game a little bit more, then Doc has done his job. That's really what it is. And, I, and I'm just saying I've never seen Doc do that for a player. And, Blake, and, Blake and, Griffin. And maybe Blake maybe, Griffin. Blake Griffin. He Blake did with Blake Griffin. Too. And see, the thing about it is sometimes you, 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 
you don't have to do it. And you, you may not have had to have yeah, done drafted. certain things. And now you're he doing it. drafted there with Doc. Yes, he we'll get on football later. But Tom Brady, for example, Tom Brady never had to play, you know, throwing the ball down the field. Now he's showing he can do it. He just didn't have to. Same thing with Doc. Doc may not have been in a position the way he had to develop anybody, but now he's going to have to. Because we're going to have to see another Ben Simmons. Like I said, going forward, we got to see another Ben. We even got to see another Tobias. If he can get them boys across the hump, then he'll prove that he's the coach that we think he is. I, I think so Shelton, he is. The, the Blake Griffin is where Blake Griffin is now as a player. Mm-hmm. The reason why he got to that point was because of Doc Rivers and those Los Angeles Clippers teams. I, I definitely when, think so. When Blake first got into the league, he was a highlight. He was like the second coming to Sean Kemp. Some right. of the, y'all people watching, maybe too young for Sean Kemp, go do your YouTube. Mm-hmm. Blake Griffin and Sean Kemp were essentially the same guy. Rebounder, push the ball, want to dunk on you. Mm-hmm. But there was no nuance to his game. CP uncorked a lot, but you saw early on when Blake would pick and roll, right, or pick and pop, and he got it, what was Blake doing? Going to the basket. Now, right, after about two years with CP, after two years, you saw Blake hitting the 15-footer, 18-footer right. consistently. Now, Blake is a legit three-point threat. Not saying he ain't no, you know what I'm saying, Paige Storyakovich or something, nothing like that. But you have to respect his three-point game. And part of that came with the Clippers and Doc Rivers saying, hey, for us to be great, you need to be able to space out the floor even more because CP is the dominant mid-range guy. DeAndre has to play in the paint more than you. So, Blake, you have to be mid-range extended unless we take DeAndre out the game, right? And then we can get you in that pick and roll and, and, and throw you lobs to, to the basket. Okay, right? first and foremost, Blake Griffin was drafted in 2009. Doc didn't get there until 2013. Chris Paul got there in 2011. So, for two years before Doc got there, Chris Paul was helping develop Blake Griffin. Again, I asked, when the hell has Doc Rivers developed a player? Let's look at that's Blake, all I'm saying. Let's look at Blake Griffin's numbers, and I guarantee you those numbers are way higher with Doc than without Doc in his entire career. I say they're higher his because career, of Chris Paul, like his, you said. His career numbers are higher under the tutelage of Doc. But who's the head coach, though? At the end of the day, who's so the head coach? We're just gonna give everything to Doc. That's like all saying, that, all the no, shit. No, I'm not saying it's because of Doc. Doc. I'm not saying everything is just because of Doc. You know, I'm a point guard. You know how I feel about that. Every and, I, and I've said it for years. Every great point guard needs a big man. He's too small to physically impact the game. That's why every little guy loves to have a big man with them. Look at John Stockton. What the hell would John Stockton be without Carmelo? But oh, but but we're not gonna, we're not going to give no 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 credit to uh, um. How long, Jerry Sloan. how long? Is, how long is how long has Ben Simmons and Embiid been in the league? Five years. So when Doc Rivers got to LA, Blake was already in the league five years. Blake was in the four. League. You said four. 2008. He, remember, he missed his first year because of the injury. So, so yeah, it's about, it's about even, yeah, right? About even. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do they got a point guard like Chris Paul there too, waiting for him? Or, the point guard, or is out, the point guard the big issue? I'm just he can't pointing shoot. out the I'm just asking you the same questions you was asking me. I'm just trying to point out the similarities. So, um, while he may not, we're, you're, you're focused on developing. And while he may not have been there in, in Blake Griffith's formative years, he got there when Blake was ready to kind of take off and ascend, which we did see on the Doc Rivers, which is about that four or fifth year mark. So that's the same thing that's happened in Philly. I think we just Well, my last to question to you is, is as far as Doc's tenure in, in Philly, however long it is, what's the most important or what's the priority as far as his role? Is it about developing or coaching schematics? 
Um, I think it's about winning the title. I think all these guys are here to win a title. Mm-hmm. I think it's nothing else. Mm-hmm. And then here, here, here's the thing too, Nick. And, and I know you know we're gonna play the if game, and I ain't trying to get drunk. Um, however, we I mean, it's know, election night, so I wouldn't blame. <laughs> but we know this for a fact. Once they hired Daryl Morey, how they are constructed is no longer. Like he is the ultimate puzzle mover. Do you think he will? How long do you think he'll wait before he decides on one of those two? Oh, I think before the season starts. I think he's going to want to go into the season with whatever new... I think he wants to put his stamp on it. I don't think it's going to be that early. Oh, I think yeah. it is. I think, I think, he'll, I think he'll wait till the what, offseason. What, 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 when, when he got to Houston, what did he do? Fucked it up. But no, <laughs> no, no, he didn't. He set them up for success. The first move he did is he went and go gave James Harden a whole bunch of money and made that move. Well, he's trying to get James Harden now. So that's why I'm saying, as presently constructed, Philly is not going to be what we remember. No, I mean, no. Yeah. I would, yeah. I'm not saying it's going to be for the better. I, shit, I don't know what it's going to look like, but I, I know it's going to be different. We're not going to see Embiid and Ben Simmons. Well, we know what, what, what they had wasn't working. And it's we all knew that they had to make some type of changes. Mm-hmm. So, And we felt if the two star players can make the internal changes, then it can work. But it also need a strong leader or somebody oh, that they respect to get that done, which One, is where Doc comes in. That's a part of it. Yeah. Right. But 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 it starts with me and you being teammates. And you you saying, mm-hmm. and let's say you and being I'm Ben. You saying, hey Ben, bro, shoot the fucking but, but, ball. I, and I but I think Doc can help with that. 100. And also I think even even if if I'm in B or or I'm Ben Simmons on both, I'm looking at, okay, I know what Doc has done, I also know his failures. I'm looking at Daryl Morey, and I also know how they managed to compete in ways that we weren't able to compete. I know the failures of that, too. Um, but I know that there were some successes that they can bring in and hopefully help mold and cultivate this culture to take what we what we already have talent-wise and, and push it over the top. I think That's this, the mindset I would This have. whole experience is about how Doc can get his groove back. That's all it is. <laughs> I agree, Nick. <laughs> this is all about this is a second marriage. It is. is yeah. We get remarried at uh 45. I don't yeah. blame him. If, if I saw if, if they called me and I got Ben Simmons in MB, you damn right shit. I'm taking that deal. Yeah, My that. thing is like he literally thought about retiring until he got that call. Hey. That's a that's a horrible mindset to go into any situation. <laughs> no, because because here's the thing though, Nick. Like if you ready to lace the Nah, Throw nah, your laces nah. up on the, the, nah, nah, the because, barbed wire or whatever. Because, fuck. because here's the thing, like, you get to a certain point in your career, especially in professional sports, that there's there's only certain teams that make sense, right? Like, Doc isn't going to go to no rebuild. He didn't want to rebuild Boston. Like, like there's like he wouldn't go to Chicago. What the fuck is Chicago playing for? You know what I'm saying? Like, he has to go to a place that makes sense that they are competing, even if it means a little bit of tweaking, even if it means a little bit of developing, even if though it means a little bit of that because that's part of coaching, but Philly is a title contender. I'm not saying they're the favorite, but they can compete. And a coach of Doc, uh, Doc's elk, he, that, that's what he's going to look for. And if there isn't that, and obviously there's only a handful of teams that can legitimately win the championship or are even considered title contenders. If one of those teams don't, call, come, don't come calling, why am I going to coach? For what? I've got my chips. All I'm trying to do is get more of them. He got a chip, and he barely got that. Um, 
let's move on to the NFL. <laughs> uh, a lot of stuff happened this past weekend in the NFL. COVID is still rampant. Mm-hmm. Um, even in college football, Trevor mm-hmm. Lawrence got COVID. So he's going to miss a big game. Or did they already play already? Was no, it'll be Saturday. Notre yeah, Dame. Notre Dame. Yeah. Uh, they said that Justin Fields could be the number one pick based off of this. Mm. Um, we'll see how that ends up. But COVID is still rampant. Uh, and I say that to say because I want to start in New England with, with, with our boy, Atlanta's very own, Cameron Newton. All right. Um, does I, well, the question okay. is, I said it to you, uh, Ken, does New England's loss mean Brady was the reason they had a dynasty? No, it, it, it doesn't. Um, I think they're one, one in the same. I think, uh, we talk about context a lot on this show. Um, and I thought about this and I sat back and I was like, if Brady was on this team and he caught COVID. And missed the game, so that's one loss. Like, how many losses would they have with the same weapons, uh, which are none, with the same uh, defensive players, with basically a none? How many losses would they have, or what would the record be? Maybe five hundred or something like that. I don't think it would be any better. I don't think he would look any better. Um, I think what Belichick is doing is, I think he's tanking, and I think that he's a I think that's why he brought Cam Newton in there Um, because he probably knew that he didn't really his odds of winning with Stidham when everybody started dropping out was probably slim. And um, and he brought Cam in and say, well, if Cam can get to where he, he was great, if not great, too, which is why they're talking about trading Gilmore. You don't trade talked about trading Gilmore. if You really thought you. um at least at this point, and maybe the plan has changed, but if you really thought that you had a shot at getting to the playoffs of the Super Bowl. So I think that he may have pivoted to a tank. He may not have started that way, but I think he pivoted to a tank, and I think that with Brady on this team, I don't think they would be any better because he's struggling to win in Tampa with all those weapons. I think to answer the question, Brady was the glue that held it together on the field and Belichick is the glue that holds the organization together. And when you have two strong pillars like that, when you don't have the opposite one, you know, things are going to go by the wayside. And to Ken's point, if you swap out Brady for Cam Newton right now, it's not going to look that much better. It'll look a little bit better. I think just because Brady is a little bit more poised, you know, he, he, he's not turnover. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he been through more and, and, and obviously he's been in that system. Um, but with that being said, Brady is one of those guys in sports that is a lot like LeBron where it doesn't matter the team you give him, he's going to overachieve because that's just the greatness and the leadership qualities that he has, the intangibles that you can't quantify, that doesn't come up in stats, that you don't know unless you're part of that locker room. And that's what Brady brings that I don't think Cam has ever had. That's always been the knock on Cam. Is Cam truly a leader? We know what he does on the, on the football field, but off the field in the locker room, I'm not saying that he's not respected. Of course you respect Cam Newton. Of course you respect the MVP of the league, but does he galvanize men the same way that Tom Brady can? Um, and I think you're seeing a little bit of that. You're starting to see that a lot of the Patriot way was involved with Brady. Now they have to reinvent what the Patriot way mm-hmm. is 
you know, and I think that Bill Belichick, he's always ahead of the curve. And I think, you know, this could have been a chess move where it's kind of like, you know, keep the heat off of me. We're bringing this former guy. Let's see what he can do. You know, nobody's really expecting anything out of him. They're not really expecting anything mm-hmm. out of us. You know, like you said, I think that he didn't go. But you can't be considered one of the greatest head coaches of all time, regardless of sport, and go into thinking about tanking. No, I don't think that happened. But I think the realization happened in like, well, shit. Being as good you as know, used to be. Let's, you know, right. let's get rid of Stephon Gilmore. How many draft picks can we get for that? Uh, let's not resign Cam. Jason Stidham, you out of here. Let's go get our quarterback. Let's go get a wide receiver. Let's go get another DB or two. It's that time. Yep. When you let somebody like Tom Brady leave their win- the, 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 uh, the dynasty, but it doesn't mean that it can't be rebuilt because part of the glue of that fabric, what makes the Patriots, the Patriots is still there, mm-hmm. but he has to rebuild. Shelton, uh, is Cam washed? Um, I don't want to say yes because uh, I am a Cam Newton fan. I, th- let me t- let me say this in his defense, though. He be biased um, as hell, boy. Boy, I, I am biased. <laughs> I ain't and lie. he always got a whole spiel. I, I asked you one question: Is he watched? Yes or no? So now, answer the question. That, you know, seriously though, no, seriously, I I really don't know. He doesn't look good. He doesn't. I would have loved to have seen Cam have a full off season. I would have loved to have seen him not get COVID and seeing where this would have went. Because if you remember in the beginning, he was, he, he was never throwing the ball all over the place, but he was winning games at first. So I would have liked to have seen what he could have done if he had a chance to work with these guys in the offseason uh, to see what they could have become. Maybe they would have been a little bit better, you know, especially if all those players hadn't opted out on defense. But he doesn't look good right now. And, th- and this was my fear in Carolina. So that's why I was kind of – I don't know if you remember when, when we brought in Teddy in Carolina – I was kind of excited about that because I was like, we, we're better off now. But I still don't. I, I, I would love to I, – I would love to see what he had with a year – well, like I said, with a full offseason under his belt and completely healthy. I would like to see if he could could get it done. I, I think he's almost done. I just don't think he's quite done yet. But I, but I was afraid for him. You already answered the question by saying I felt better with Teddy Bridgewater. Yep, I did. Um, <laughs> and to answer that question, Nick, I think Cam is watched. And, and I don't, FIFA. Yeah, and, and I don't and I don't want to be disrespectful when I say that, but it's because Cam set such a high bar. So by mm-hmm. Cam's standards, he's washed, but he is still better than a lot of quarterbacks in the NFL. You know what I'm saying? They're, they're, I take Cam over a lot. I take him over Baker today on that damn Browns team. There's a whole bunch of quarterbacks I'd rather take Cam over, but by Cam's standards, he's he's not. He's not no MVP. He's not no Superman. He's not none of that. Yeah, he's very pedestrian now. Uh, I'll say two things. The first thing is, I do agree that Ken, you brought up an interesting point as far as like why Belichick brought Cam in. I don't know if it's necessarily for tanking purposes, but I think it's because he wants to get experience of like these new age quarterbacks. Mm. Because and but it does it does tie into the tanking because if they do you know not have a successful record and are well below under five hundred, he'll be in the sweepstakes to get probably Justin Fields. Trevor Lawrence, maybe another uh, Trey Lance, mm. court, mobile quarterbacks. And like, let me see. This is like the before Lamar. This it was Cam, you know. So it's like, let me see what he can do, how he can move. Let me see if I can coach this way. And like Sheldon's point earlier on, before Cam had COVID, they were pretty. They were a little bit above average as far as like they they almost beat Seattle. 
they, you know, had a couple close games. Even now, recently, like they almost still won that game against mm-hmm. the Bills. So it's not like yeah. they got blown out. It was just the turnover. So I think Belichick wants to understand these new age quarterbacks. So that's a little bit of experience. The other thing is Stephon Gilmore is overrated. Stephon Gilmore last season, the, the Patriots had one of the easiest schedules and he was dogging all the boo-boo teams. Not only was he dealing with the AFC East, but he also dealt with the NFC East. Those are, that's at least eight games. Uh, yeah. That's at least eight games of the schedule. With no quarterback. With no quarterbacks, pretty much. So he was, that's why his stats looked so fucking phenomenal. And he got that 90-something rating on Madden. Because he was playing against bums. And now, Belichick looked down. You know how Belichick is. He'll get rid of you a year early before it's a year late. So now that's why this, this is going on. Uh, as far as his cam washed, he is. Unfortunately. Uh, that doesn't, like people said, it doesn't mean he's not, like, uh a competent quarterback, I think he just, I think there's a lot of pressure on he puts on himself. Like, he wants to yeah, be now, Superman yeah. again. Like, he wants to show, like, you see all the Under mm-hmm. Armour commercials and shit, like, he working out and shit, like, that don't mean a goddamn thing. How old is Cam? Cam is what? Probably 30-something? Yeah, I'm 30-something, yeah. too. You see what happened out there. What your mind, <laughs> what your mind think and what your body can do is two different things, and Cam's been away from football with injuries for, for a long time now. Um, and, and his injuries aren't, you know, just easy things to kind of get over, right? Like, I think that if you're like a pocket quarterback and you mess up your ankle, your knee, you'll be all right. We saw Tom Brady to- tear his ACL. He came back just fine. But when you're talking about a shoulder on your throwing side, and we know the type of type of arm Cam had. Cam had a cannon. Cam had w- one of the strongest arms in the league, and he's reduced to a water pistol now. I don't think the last time I seen Cam really throw a dart. Well, I it's been years, mm-hmm. you know, and and I think that that added to his greatness was you know he could take those chances, he could read something late and still get the ball there. He, the way he's wired to play the game, he can no longer physically play that way, and he hasn't had a period of natural decline to be able to adjust. His shit just. Injured, 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 injured. Okay, now you're the starting quarterback of the damn Patriots. You know who that happened to? Grant Hill. He never had Penny Hardaway. They never had natural declines. You know what I'm saying? You know, you know one, one person that we're seeing age gracefully and we're starting to appreciate his natural decline? Derek Rhodes. Mm. All of those injuries. He never forced himself back. Mm. He said, I'm going to come back when I'm going to come back. I'm going to come back when I feel ready. And a lot of people criticized him. And now... He had a 50-point game a year ago. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Derrick Rose is, is, is one of the best lower-tiered starting point guards or one of the best off point guards off the bench in the NBA now. You know, still very competent, better shooter than he's ever been in his career. But he was able to understand where his body is to then adjust his game. Cam hasn't had that. You know, and I know football is a little bit different, mm-hmm. but Cam hasn't had that. So I, I think that we're just seeing something... Ju- a whole bunch of things compound the pressure of replacing Tom Brady, the pressure of coming back from so, so many severe injuries, um, the pressure of people questioning your leadership your entire career, you know, and then the pressure of not really having any weapons. If we're looking, if we're being 100% honest, what team has a worse wide receiving core than the damn Patriots? Uh, yeah. 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 You know, so, so how, like, what's really the expectation of Cam Newton? 
Yeah, and I think yeah. That, I think y'all were right mm-hmm. in saying that too. Like, you know, if 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 they did good, you know, Belichick looks like a hero, but by them looking bad, you can always point the finger at Cam. He's like, it's a perfect scapegoat because he is so flashy and makes himself out there like that. So nobody's really thinking about Belichick like that. They're more thinking Cam sucks. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Oh, we didn't win because he don't play the Patriot way. Right. Simple. There you go. So that's the perfect person for a thinker like Belichick to bring in for that reason. But if what would y'all think if, if they had won that game against Buffalo on Sunday, would you still feel the same way? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, I, I said he was done a week or so ago. I say, and, and I think COVID is is hurting him a lot more than people are letting on. Well, let's move on to someone who's actually been, you know, winning consistently for even a record-breaking numbers now. Mike Tomlin with the Pittsburgh Steelers. I feel right. like even now, I'm still watching some of the, you know, ESPN, you know, like get-ups and first take, and they're, they're starting to come around. But for the fact that they're the only undefeated team in the NFL – and they're still not looked at as a Super Bowl contender is fucking it's insane because everybody keep talking about these damn bucks. They keep saying they keep trying to mention, you know, Russell Wilson. And, and, and of course, you got Patty because they're just they're, they're the champs, the reigning champs. But the fact that they are the only ones that hold the undefeated record, and they went against the Titans, they went against the Ravens, you know, they, their schedule is a lot more easier now moving forward. But still, they, I feel like they've proven themselves. At least his consistency. Two tough opponents. And I think part of the reason why the Steelers aren't getting their just due, and I I don't don't think it's right. Like, they're undefeated, and they do have two quality wins. Um, We still look at them and and have questions, especially offensively. Claypool came out of damn nowhere. So nobody expected that. They talking about Claypool like he could be the next one. But have you seen Mm -hmm. him? I didn't know know he was that that stature. I, I didn't know he was that damn big either. And And... There's certain wide receivers when you see them catch the ball, they they snatch it like they. It's like the ball can have all the velocity and it's dead stop and it's right here. Like you just see it. He's one of those guys. Like the ball's there, he's just gonna snatch it. So I think Claypool was a question. Um, we know Juju is a gadget type guy. Um, I and remember we was watching part of the game and I was like, I love Ebron for them. Like I think that opened yeah. up a lot. He got to start catching. Like he need to be more consistent with his catch. True, but but, but, yeah, but he's a, but he's an athletic freak. He's an athletic freak, and and they, and they haven't had a tight end like that in a while. Mm-hmm. You know, say in Pittsburgh, the O line is still relatively suspect, and the biggest question mark offensively is Ben Roethlisberger outside mm-hmm. of the run game because John Connor hasn't really been on. Um, so they got to still figure that out, and obviously they're doing running back by committee. But the question is still around Ben Roethlisberger. Obviously, he's super experienced. He's showing that poise. He's mm-hmm. showing I've been in this AFC North and I am the king of the fucking North. You know what I'm saying? That's, Ken, that, that, I mean, um, people, that, that begs your point too about aging gracefully. Ben is exactly. aging gracefully. That's exactly. Who, exactly. He's, play, he's playing within himself. He's doing. He's playing within himself. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Another one. Um, that defense is legit. That, can't nobody yes, question that defense. Outside of that Baltimore game, they shut everybody down running the ball. But we know Baltimore is a different beast. But they're still – like, how legit does it feel? Like, do they feel legit? And, again, I think that they should definitely get more media attention. Obviously, we're talking about them in a positive light. But does the, do the Steelers really scare you? Do, do, do you feel like they are a legit Super Bowl winner or contender? Because I don't think that they can get past Kansas City, and I don't think that they can get – personally, I don't think they can beat the Ravens again. 
um, especially come playoff time. If you look at them stats, time of possession, uh, uh, the Ravens possessed the ball, um, I want to say it was like 12 or 13 minutes more. than. than but that was also did. because of turnovers, though. And I, yeah. and I get that. So, again, if, if, if Baltimore didn't have their turnovers, just looking at the stats, the time of possession, the rushing, the, the everything. Yeah, but that's a big if. Like, obviously, if, if Lamar doesn't, you know, pump fake six times and get stripped, if he doesn't throw a pick six, like, that was a lot of ifs, but that's based off the defense. That's the pressure right. that they're putting in. That's, that's the limited offense that you see of Baltimore. And we'll get to Baltimore. But, 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 but the offense, they look too limited. The offense just looked like, damn, we were turning the ball. They lost the game on turnovers. They didn't lose the game because of strategy. Yeah, I didn't know they had a 17-7 lead. Yeah, they did. They did. And Ken Willie Sneed played really good, too. I thought about you and started to text you when it was going on. <laughs> yeah, until they lost. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my my thing is, Ken, could you argue that the Steelers are the best team in the AFC? Hell no. no. Hell no. Everybody know I'm pro brother on this show. Nah, no, you ain't. If you say it, if you start everybody, out a sentence like that, you ain't, Ken. You ain't. All right. Everybody know I love Tomlin, man. But, you know, I, I'm a, I, I am objective and fair. And I think part of um, what I just want to see is just more respect. They don't have to uh, anoint them as Super Bowl contenders, even though history has shown that they tend when they start off this hot, they tend. They've to never started off this hot in franchise history. Yeah, that's crazy. So, um, but you know, two quality wins. The other four, you know, you're supposed to win. Mm-hmm. Um, but they struggled sat, uh, Sunday, but I think you have to win those games. You have mm-hmm. to win those ugly games, and mm-hmm. you know we. Um, I just happened to see it because I wasn't recording with you guys for frames per second. Check out the Mandalorian recap. That'll be up this week um, on frames per second. It's frames per second podcast. Um, and when Lamar took the lead, Big Ben just walked down the field. He did. He and did. Um, it was one hell of a drive. And it was a tough drive that speaks to what FIFA was saying earlier. And, um, and, you know, I mean, we, I think Baltimore's uh, – the Ravens' defense is pretty good, right? Yeah. One they are. Yeah. One of the so, best. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Lamar gave that game away. And we're being honest. But, you know, you got to be able to take it. And that's what You're the did. MVP of the league. Yeah. You, you got to take all of the yeah. criticism. You got all of the praise last well, I'm year. I'm talking about the Steelers in terms of being able to take, like, oh, take the turnovers the and win yeah, it. Yeah, 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 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So can they beat the Chiefs? I think they could, based on that defense. It's gonna be ugly. It got to be ugly. They have. Yeah, it would have yeah. to be ugly. And, and, yeah. and here's the thing: how, how do you make it ugly with the Chiefs? But we've we've seen the Chiefs get slowed down. I, the Raiders. I, I, if you look at the Raiders. No, one hundred percent. But 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 the Chiefs, out of all of the high powered offenses, like this, I don't know. But I I do know they did a good job of replacing uh, Devin Bush, mm-hmm. who got hurt. Yep, towards ACL last year. Yeah, week. so they got they just they just uh, traded Williams. for another linebacker too. Yeah, yeah, they Avery Williamson. Yeah, okay, apparently, yeah, he, yeah, yeah he, he's he's good. So, um, so yeah, I I think they feel like they can get it. So, uh, but I do like their chances. I just don't know if they'll be able to beat the Chiefs. Well, for me, the Chiefs are the best team in the NFL. That's why I mentioned. Mm-hmm. That's why I asked. Like, are are Steelers the best team in the AFC? Well, the, the Chiefs are in the AFC. Well, they they are, but like there's they're big they're over everybody though. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't see you can't make a case for anybody really beating them based off what you were just saying. Yeah. And as far as the wins, like you said, like y'all were mentioning, like the Steelers only got two quality wins. I'm looking at some of these other team schedules. They don't really like 
if you look at the Bucks and these are the ones that the media's are saying they are the, the Super Bowl contenders, especially when now Talk they're about, about to get A B, bro, they've only beaten they've lost to the best teams as far as what they're gonna see in the playoffs, as far as the Saints and the Bears. They've only beaten the Giants, the Raiders, the, the Packers, which they just lost to the Vikings. So now you look at them differently. The Panthers and the Chargers who've been losing like like they haven't beaten nobody yeah, really. The, the Packers and uh damn Packers probably be their only good win, huh? That's the only really good win. But 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 we also and I, I told y'all this before the season started. This Tampa Bay team is gonna take five to seven weeks for us to really know what the hell they are. Yeah. Like, so, look, man, yeah. Brand new coaching staff that well, can't we're gonna come back to the But but with the Steelers, I and I'm obviously I'm not a Steelers fan, but I do. You got to give respect where it's due. Mm-hmm. As far right. as like they're seven and zero, and that's a reason. Like I don't think mm-hmm. you accidentally walk into seven and zero, especially in the in that division in that conference. Um, do I want to see them? You know, go against the Chiefs and see how they really are. Yes, but maybe that's down the line in the playoffs. But for mm-hmm. right now, it's hard to make a case to say that they're not competing for a title. Correct, and that's what and I was going to say. Contenders. I, I was I was going to say that I you know I, I think the Chiefs. I love what the Chiefs bring to the table, and I think that. They are hard to stop. But if anybody can do it, it's going to be Pittsburgh. I mean, Pittsburgh's defense looks amazing. And they're plugging and playing guys. So these guys, some of these guys you may have never heard of before making plays. And it's kind of like, hey, no matter who they put out there on the field, that 11 is going to get it done regardless. And, and all they have to do is run the ball a little bit. And the, the, I guess the formula for beating Kansas City for them would be to run the ball down their throat in time of possession. If they can control the clock, they can control the game, and they can win that game. They just have to control the clock and make the big plays down the stretch. Touchdowns and not field goals. But, yeah, if anybody can beat Kansas City, I think it's them over just about anybody else at this point. Out of the AFC? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, they, got the, they, 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 they match up the best. Mm-hmm. Right. Moving on to another brother. I hope you got some better words to say for him. Uh, Anthony Lynn. Done. Early, earlier today, I was uh, reading an article on The Athletic, and I think the title was, Is Anthony Lynn the Right Coach for the Chargers? And I, I read the article, but I was more interested. I liked the athletic as far as the comments. And I was hoping to see some glimmer of hope, like somebody fighting for like, nah, Lynn is out. Like, it's COVID and all this stuff. There's a lot of stuff going on. Give him another shot. They was killing them. And these are the fans. These are diehard Chargers fans. You know you got to be a yeah. diehard Chargers fan to be a Chargers fan, period. Because <laughs> yeah. don't nobody really give a fuck about them. Man, they were like, this nigga need to go. He done. Right. He done, man. Because um, you can't lose in the way that he's lost. And, well, yeah. well, how many, I, lo- how many more losses has he, has he already done now? Or is he like, if it's got two more losses, it's a wrap? I think he won't. I think they may be patient. So I think they won't fire him in season because they don't want a, the optics of that. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so I think it'll be postseason. He has to at least win out. And, and or have, have a win. Wins. Yeah, he has to have a winning rec- record the West, rest of the way. They already, uh, what, two and six? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because and, and, and what's, what's accelerating that is Herbert. 100. He is playing too fucking good. Yep. And they have wins because of him, and he's blowing the, yep. the wins. And, and you're having double-digit leads. You can't have I mean, that as a head coach. Because here's the thing. You can explain away, oh, I got a rookie. He made mm-hmm. some mistakes. This, that. No, you got a double-digit lead. You are supposed to win those games. And you're one million percent right. Herbert is accelerating the process. And a lot of these, look, man, a lot of these young quarterbacks, you got to let them go. And you got to know what you have. I hope we talk about the Dolphins. Um, yeah, we but you you, you got to know what you have because you got to be able to make choices. Mm-hmm. Because quarterbacks are coming in like this. Hot, 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 yeah. hot. 
And if you don't hit on one of those hot guys, then you got to move on from the mm-hmm. guy that you that, that you took. Sam that, Darnold. It yes. might be time. Um, chill out. Yeah, most definitely. Chill out. Well, um, I, well, I'll say this. Is he on that? I, is he, he on that? I, I, I just not have on it. I've 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 had I've watched every second of every um, Chargers game pretty much this year, and like I said, this game this this particular game was the most frustrating. I've been rooting for them hard because they are you know they do got the black coach and they you know it's just and watching them on hard knocks. I just fell in love with that team a little bit, you know, outside of my team. But um, they had that game. It was twenty four to three. They I mean it wasn't even a close. It wasn't like it was close with with like. Five minutes left in the third quarter. Yes. And, and what happened was part of it was uh, Joey Bosa did get a concussion and he was dominating that game. He was all over the place. Locke couldn't do nothing when Joey Bosa was in there. When he went out, it was a totally different ball game. It's like all the field left the building. And that's when, when things kind of changed. And you can tell, like, the coaches kind of locked up a little bit, too. So they 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 kind of held the rookie back a little bit. I'm like, let the boy play. You yeah, know, that's he, that's one of the complaints that I was reading in the comments from the fans. They were saying that Anthony Lynn always talks about this rah-rah shit and be aggressive. But yeah. if you look at his play calling, he is super conservative, especially when he has a lead. And yeah. it's like, this rookie is like, no one thought Justin Herbert. Like, I remember when people were saying Justin Herbert may be more of a bust than the actual mm-hmm. NFL yes. prospect. Yeah, I remember. Yes. And now that, now, that you're, now that they're seeing, like, it's just, it's really a, a race between him and Burrow Bro. for rookie of the year. These yes. scouts don't know what the fuck they be talking. Not not scouts, but um, these analysts, Funded. these draft analysts. Pundits, yeah. Even the scouts, Man, too. Bro. Yeah, they don't know what the hell they be talking about. I think evaluating quarterback, especially from college to the NFL, is one of the toughest things to do. Because in college, you can see all of the things, and then they get to the NFL, and they're nothing. I know. And then in college, you... They don't really flash, and all of a sudden they get to the NFL. Like, what? The but hell it's happened? also about situation where yeah, you get true. drafted. No, I, think more, I think it's more about that's that huge. than the scouting. That's huge. Like, if you, if you look at uh, if you look at Herbert, like he got put in the best situation. Like he has the most talent. He has the most talent. Yeah. Granted, they still can develop and build on that talent. But like, who else has a Mike Williams, yeah. a Keenan Allen, uh, uh, even that defense? That defense, Melvin Gore, uh, Ingram, and uh, Joey yeah. Bosa. Like, who has that on on their roster already? Yeah. No rookie, no rookie walks into situations like that. Outside right. of Kansas, outside of Patty Mahomes with Kansas City. And even Patty Mahomes and them, like they still had to develop some of those guys because Tyreek right. wasn't a crazy wide receiver. No, he wasn't. He went to another level. Yep. Exactly. You know, like even Kel- Kelsey was nice, but he wasn't what they Kelsey, got Kelsey was a dog. Kelsey was a dog. He yeah, was, he, he was yeah, an all was pro. They just got unleashed. Tyreek Hill was got, got yeah. re-signed of I think either the year. Mahomes got drafted or whatever. Like there was, there was that was he was fast, away. but he wasn't like a receiver. Yeah, he wasn't a threat. Nah, yeah. Because yeah. you remember what Jalen Ramsey talked to? He's like, yeah, you made the Pro Bowl as a kick returner. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. So Tyreek wasn't always the wide receiver that we know him to Jaylen be. Jalen Ramsey can't really be talking shit. Either, hey, yes, he can. Yes, he can. Uh, but but you seen him play? You know, he can talk shit. I saw him. We we gonna get to Miami. I seen him play. <laughs> The the oh. one thing about those young quarterbacks though that that impressed me and, and this Herbert and, and Burrow by the way, man those wide receivers were making some plays for both of them. I'm I'm like you see how you see how he doing him Ken. No, you see on, what no, he doing? Okay. Nah nah <laughs> shut nah nah. What, I'm, what I'm you, like, go ahead go ahead. I'm I'm just saying those like like Mike Williams made some catches in that game and it was really impressive. That's his job. But go ahead. <laughs> I'm saying where the ball was placed, he he made some nice plays. Now, um, Justin Herbert did throw one interception trying to trying to 
uh, get one in there. But part of that was on Mike Williams and where he was trying to catch that ball. But those wide receivers for both those guys are playing some T. Higgins. How many interceptions did, did Joe Burrow have last week? None. He didn't have none. He had a great game. Oh, great game, Joe Burrow. And yes, yeah, so, and and did and my question to y'all is like, did they expose the Titans? They y'all already did. know what I've been on. They Go really ahead, say y'all it, already man. know. I, I I I told y'all they were, they were not that good. Well, the Titans, I, yeah, they, yeah. yeah, the Titans were definitely overachieving, and that defense really looked suspect. Um, they have no clowning, pass rush. No. Yeah, clowning, clowning um, is a clown. <laughs> don't do that. They from the hometown. <laughs> So is Stephon. So stay off Stephon and Clowney. But he they he just doesn't look right, man. He something about Clowney don't look right. And then they they cut Vic Visa today, so they don't have the, the pass rush to to stick with anybody. Like I said, they're a little overrated. You got um really all they got is Derrick Henry that's balling out, and you got those wide receivers actually play good Fake too. Bravery. Hey, but, hey, Ryan Tannehill is quietly having a very good season, so he let's is. not be disrespectful. That's by Ryan Tannehill standards, not by any QB standards. No, well, well, no, I can't say that. I watched most. I watched most of that Bengals game, obviously, because I'm a Bengals fan. That's the man. Bengals that, game. The, that, that was the worst game that they played all season. He's having a he's he's having a solid year. By Ryan know. Tannehill's standards, yeah. But he's still Ryan Tannehill. He is still yeah. But I'm he's not, having a good year. Like, yeah. They're not losing because of him. They're winning. But, right, exactly. He, They're winning because of Derrick Henry, and Tannehill yep. just got to make the smart decision. Did, did they cut Jonathan Joseph, too? Did they? I don't know if they did. Jonathan Joseph's from Rocky Hill, too, by the way. Jonathan Joseph. I fuck with Jonathan Joseph. He, used to put, he was drafted by the Bengals. I fuck with him, too, but his days yeah. has been gone. Yeah, all those guys, man, all those guys from the crib, but ain't none of them look good. And, and that's the thing: what, <laughs> what people don't realize is that Tennessee is built of players who used to be good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's his name? What's the name? Butler from the the Patriots. Malcolm Butler. Malcolm Butler. Yeah. Jonathan Joseph. Uh, the, the only Beasley. legit dog that they got is Kevin Baird. Their safety. Mm. Outside of that is because the Bengals have been trades. the Bengals have been getting decimated. Their offensive line begins exposed by everybody in the league but the Titans. Mm-hmm. Well, Bengals offensive yeah. line looked phenomenal so, so on Sunday. They really maybe, did. Maybe those replacement guys are better than the guys that got hurt. I, I think so, man. I think they had a great that game. Much better? I, but I, hey, one of those plays, and, and, and this coming from me, one of those plays was all Joe Burrow because they were chasing them around like a Benny Hill show. I was looking at them dudes like, "What are y'all doing?" I mean, he's coming at you, Shelton. They, 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 they need to hear it. They say you got to give it up, man. It's the truth. No, no, I still stand by what I say. The man, nah, you can't because the stats don't prove it, bro. Do you know that Joe Burrow from entering the league till now is like top three in as far as pro football focus in deep balls? And I remember one of your criticism was that this nigga don't throw deep. That did you see that pass through the Higgins? Five yards, five yards. You see that pass through the T Higgins in the middle of traffic? Where he only could get the ball and T Higgins did a toe tap. Come on, bro. Yeah, T Higgins looks like a star right now, too, by the way. That's what that's basically who I was talking about. T Higgins is making catches all over the field. That he dude has is, to get the ball. Somebody gotta give him the ball, Sheldon. So is everybody except Burrow. Does T Higgins no, throw no, the ball no, I himself? Said, no, I told you. I, that's what I just said. Man, Burrow had a hell of a game. He was all over the place. He was he was yeah, making he the ball. Really they don't even want to do it. <laughs> they in the compliment no, make I'm the truth. The man had a hell of a game. He, he he's a pro. He better have a hell of a game at some point. This was his game, and he played he's great. So he played great. He's been playing I mean, great all season, Shelton. 
No, got no, like no, 11 no. touchdowns and five interceptions. We're not going to do that, man. Y'all not going to say that man been playing great all season. He's been playing. He's had some good games, but he's not been great. He has not that been game, the reason. That game, he was great. He has not been the reason the Bengals have lost. If anything, I could argue the Bengals could be more five and two than what their record is based right. off of the, you know, how things shake in the NFL. But the record is their record. But nonetheless, Burrow is going to be a dog. Uh, Burrow going to be nice, bro. Man, I can't wait till we get the – we got to get that offense line right. I think we're going to be good. Man. Um, mm. We're going to be here. We're going to be here, Shelton. All, all season long. They just can't Andrew Luck him. Please don't Andrew Luck this man. Nah, I hope not. That can't happen. Uh, all right. Green Bay. Was that loss on Rodgers or was that a team effort? That was Calvin Cook. That- that was Dalvin Cook in that defense. That, like I saw somebody say it earlier, those linebackers were trash. Man, he ran all over them boys. Period. Man, I was I was looking at some of them highlights. Them linebackers look like they don't even get paid to tackle. Bro, he had almost. I, when I looked, and saw, I said he almost got two hundred total yards. Yeah, that wasn't good. And then of course, what you guys were talking about him trailing the games and not being able to come back. That's crazy. He uh, can't come back from trailing back, games. You know. Showed up again. I mean, he got it within six, but it just wasn't enough. So I, 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 I don't know, man. I, you know, I. Who did they beat early? Now I got to look at the schedule. That's what I'm saying. Like you I, know. I'll, I'll look at the schedule, but my thoughts is like, I think. You know how we they said we just we talked about Belichick moving on a year or two early before it's too late. I think Brady. I mean, uh, Rodgers should have asked out of Green Bay like mm. two seasons ago. Even though, even, even though they went to an NFC, you know, title game, the way you see them going into the playoffs for the last three seasons or what, uh, the last three times, they get blown. They, they just don't look like they're even supposed to be there. I don't know where he would go, but I mean. Chicago. You know, well, no, nah, they wouldn't let him go to Chicago. Um, but, but I think he's going to finish. I, I think he's OK with finishing his career there. Um, you know, they drafted his replacement. Who? The, the Packers. I don't think he's nowhere near ready to play right now. It's kind of like... No, but I'm just saying, like, they they can clearly see they need help on the defensive side. Like, that's been exposed for the last two seasons, especially after Sunday. Mm-hmm. But you draft the QB, and then who else did they draft? Some, a tight end? Yeah, yeah. How, well, how long, it, was think, it, how long was it between the, the time Aaron Rodgers was drafted and he played? You remember that? That was about three seasons. He played about... He, yeah, he, he was sitting there about three years. I guess maybe that's what they used on him as far as logic for his replacement. Like, look, you know, you're at least going to be here for a couple of years. We need you to groom this guy to be your replacement as you were for Brett Favre. Especially that would with be that my, salary. Yeah, that would be my my thinking and, and my thought process behind what they did. And they said they were trying to help him out some other kind of way, maybe. Who knows? Yeah, and, and I think there was talk about them not going on the defensive side, but the offensive side when it came to Green Bay. but. Um, but the last I heard, Jordan Love wasn't looking all that. Or wasn't nope. that's why that's why Rodgers was smiling. Like, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll help so, the little nigga out. <laughs> he ain't doing <laughs> shit in practice. So that, that's out. a whole other problem. So right. they need to make sure that man happy. Yeah, I, I I don't see the only quality when I seen the against with the Packers was the Saints. Outside of that, he's been beating up on bums. Uh, so I I think Rodgers is not I, as far as him being like trying to get back to another you know title. I don't think it's going to be with Green Bay. I honestly don't. Everybody else is getting better and younger. And Well, Green Bay has done that. The defense got better and younger last year. And, you know, they, they, they look good. They don't look dominant. Maybe it was just a bad game. 
Nah, you know, they're, like, de- they're defensive. I mean, but were the linebackers this bad up until this Sunday? No, yeah. they lost. Yeah. They got blown they, out they, by they, the Bucs. I'm been talking bad. about prior to the last, the two-game losing streak. They've they were bad. in Shelton? I think so. I think I saw, I, okay. I saw something where they were struggling against running backs, and they were showing an example on some show where they were just getting ran through, like, you know, and like – Swiss cheese. I'm like, man, these dudes is is, is crazy. Yeah, how Ronald Jones and they're and they're giving up at least 25 points a game. Yeah. So like, they, yeah. they can't hey. let that happen. Uh, what was the coach name? Matt Lafleur. Handle your business, bro. Yeah, somebody said in the chat. <laughs> <Matt> 49ers, <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> he need to do something, boy. <laughs> he need to. He need to call 1017. Hey, the one Danzo just made a point in the chat. That's true. You know, the 49ers would be a team. That would definitely benefit from Rogers. Mm. I agree with that wholeheartedly. Man, that's his home. That's his hometown. I don't see why not. That would be ideal for everybody. Involved. Let's let's talk about that real quick. Jimmy G's done, right? Yeah, he's done. Yeah, he's done. <laughs> he's getting a second opinion, but it, it, he's still yeah. Because yeah. yeah, they, I, I heard that if they keep him next season, they got to pay him like twenty seven. But if they cut him now, they only got to pay like and less he, than three million in cap. Yeah. So the injury, I think he's probably done for the season. Care- Kittles is out for eight weeks. Um, so he's done. So he's damn near done. So I think got about Jimmy four running G, backs. Huh? Four about four running backs out too. They got a bunch of people out. Yeah, they got a bunch of injuries, but he really needed this year to um to really sell himself a little bit more to um oh boy, Shanahan. And mm-hmm. um and he's not gonna get it. So if you're looking at contracts and whether or not he's guaranteed money. Next year, and if if they can save money by cutting him, and they can find the adequate replacement, um, yeah, he's he's probably out. But hey, he got him to a Super Bowl. Nah, hey, he got paid. That's all. That's all he give <laughs> you know, a fuck about. But and you know, but he got him to a Super Bowl though. The craziest you know thing I saw where before these two injuries, they have over fifty four million in salary cap space on IR. What kind of mm. crazy thing is that? Like before these two, so. This has been like this has been the worst year ever for San Francisco. Um, speaking of another quarterback who's under the microscope as far as evaluation, we're going back to that Steelers game and Ravens. Lamar Jackson. We'll be back after this quick break. Man, I even in our even in our dead end sports Reddit thread, I got some Bodega Boy, and uh, who else was in here? Y'all know who y'all are when I was responding to y'all. They talking about this, the, the clock is ticking on Lamar. I'm like, this nigga just, I was like, he's in his third year and he just won an MVP. How is the clock ticking on Lamar Jackson? I think they're I think they right. What? Are you kidding me? All right, we're going to have to, this is where I wanted to get to as far as this QB conversation because we've been dancing around a little bit as far as how much time you got to give a QB. But please explain yourself. Well, well, let's wait, wait for you, before you explain yourself, Ken. Let's say where we got that that conversation from because Nick was trying to say that uh, Danny Dimes was going to be great one day. We gonna get the Danny. We gonna get the Danny Dimes show. No, I don't. No, don't jump the gun. We on Lamar right now. Okay, he, he so, up next. He's up so next. Ken, go ahead, Ken. Um, I, I I started ringing the the bell a couple of weeks ago, man. When I said he wasn't progressing, he wasn't looking good. I I looked a lot at Harbaugh, and I I'm still gonna hold a high percentage of that to Harbaugh, but there may be a reason Harbaugh is not letting him loose. Lamar is right now shaping up to be a one trick pony, and until he starts throwing that ball more to receivers, and he got to get receivers. 
They don't have any yeah. receivers. Right. Um, and the scheme isn't good. And I think the offense coordinator has been blamed for a lot of that, too. But he will be used as an example of why you can't have quarterbacks that can't throw the ball. And um, I think that he's probably going to have one more year. He's done. That Ooh. is I'm going to take a Stephen A. take. That's Asa 9, 10, 11. Are you kidding me? Absolutely. Uh, MVP of, of, of less than 14 months ago. Look at what yeah. happened to Cam. He ain't Cam. Cam was an MVP. Mm. Cam ain't Ooh. Cam took a beating. That's why he's he was injured. Lamar is smarter than Cam that. Never who, got is, back who, to is, who is Lamar's number one wide receiver right now? If you sneeze, you'll say his name. <laughs> But he ain't got no. That's what I'm saying. Like well, it's Willie all. It, it's it's 95% John Harbaugh. You said he's a one trick pony. Well, who the hell teaching him the tricks? All right? right, it's the damn coach. They not they not letting him. Even Kyle, twelve Kyle, shout out to him and his podcast. He was even saying in our chat, bro. They not they even letting Danny Dimes open up the playbook and do more with with um no huddle and shit. They not doing that I shit agree. with LeBron. I agree with I mean, with, with Lamar. We like. It's the coach. Remember, uh, and I'm using this as an example. Uh, what's his name? Uh, with the oh, Rams before Sean McVay got there. McGall. I mean, not, uh, not McGall. You know what I'm talking about? Jeff yeah, Fisher. Jeff, Jeff Fisher yeah. versus Sean McVay with the same QB. Night and fucking day. No, I'm not hundred. saying John Harbaugh is Jeff Fisher, but his time has passed in Baltimore. But, it, but it's not John Harbaugh. Um, that OC is the same OC that they used in San Fran with his brother, when they had Callan Kaepernick. And we saw the limitations after two mm. seasons that that offense has once the rest of the NFL has tape on it. No mm. matter the athlete that you have at quarterback. Yep. And you have to evolve that offense because when you stay stagnant the way that they have and you don't develop any wrinkles, I done seen that. And, 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 and also, um, I was listening to Colin and he pointed out something that, um, that uh, Tomlin was saying that we respect them, but don't fear them. Exactly. Mm. How many teams mm. at this point with this much tape on Lamar, Lamar don't scare you no more. Yeah, he mm. might run and bust out a couple of, but he don't scare us. Yeah, he, you know what I'm saying? That defense is good. The team is good, but Lamar himself outside of his legs does not scare us. You know what Lamar reminds me of? I was thinking about this after 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 Sunday. Uh, you, you don't say you need a black Tebow. <laughs> 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 Remember the Wildcat? Yep. Remember the Wildcat with Ronnie Ronnie Brown? Yep. Remember that shit hit the league and yep. Ricky Williams and it was yep. uh, lighting Turn people up. up. Yep. They caught up with that shit. It was a rap. You know what I'm saying? But he ain't no Wildcat. Man. No, but what FIFO said is when the tape. Yeah. They got tape but on. That's it. what I'm saying. That it's but it's not. It's not hardball. Hard. That's not hardball system, right? Yeah, it's Har- Greg Roman. I think exactly. Harbaugh is an overseer, is a general manager of daily football operations, which the greatest head coaches, that's what they do. They have a little bit of input here and there. They have their expertise, whether they're offense or defense or whatever they have you, but they are overseers. The offense, they brought in this offensive coordinator because of the talents Mm -hmm. of Lamar Jackson. They maximize the talent. They put them in position to win, but they have not put them in position to develop pass where he was so, last so year. So you're saying let go of Greg 
replace him with someone else or because to me it's just like i don't yeah. i don't want to lose greg because i like no nah, i gotta let him go i don't want i don't want to lose greg i'm not saying greg doesn't need to to, to be you know have us talking to but to me hard, like uh, eric the enemy with a greg roman i think well, would you be can a perfect start marriage. with greg though because this is exactly. offense exactly. Yeah. you don't have to get rid of J- uh which one which, which one is it Jim? john john jim is in michigan yeah you don't have to get rid of John because John is has had more success than any other Baltimore Raven head coach ever. And and he he's in that he's in that same category as a Bill Belichick, as a Sean Payton, where I think he should leave on his own term. Who who are you going to replace him with? Eric Bieniemy. Nah, look, 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 look. John Harbaugh is one of the best overseers of football in the NFL. The offense is not necessary. Remember what, you know what John Harbaugh started out as, right? Yeah, special teams coach. Special teams coach. Wow. So, he's great at what he does, but that offense needs more wrinkles. And if Greg, here's the thing, from year to year it needs to evolve. And if I don't, I don't, the head coach shouldn't have to tell me, the offensive coordinator, I gotta evolve our shit. Mm. That should be on you. That that is your job to proactively move us in a forward direction, and Greg Roman has not done that. So to me, he is the first person that you have to move on from. Yep, and then you get the Harbaugh. To me, and then you get the to Harbaugh. me Lamar is the last place, the last person that needs to be criticized for this Baltimore offense. Lamar is executing no, the no, game no, no, plan no, 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 because no, no, like no, no, you he, just no, 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 so, just, so, no, 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 come on, come on, Nick. Against against um against the Steelers, there was one there was one play that I saw highlighted on some sports show where um they were running like it was like a shallow it was a, it was a shallow route combination going flowing from right to left, and they had somebody uh shallow and they had somebody intermediate and there was a linebacker that that it was T.J. Watt that went back into coverage and he played two uh, receivers. Lamar tried to put it over him. He should have just took the shallow person. So it's decision-making on Lamar Jackson's aspect as well. And I 100% agree. They don't have a number one. They have wide receivers because they got more wide receivers. They don't than have a number Eagles. three wide receiver, bro. But they have better wide receivers than the damn Eagles. They got better wide receivers than the damn Patriots. That's not saying much. But You're a better I, wide receiver than the damn Eagles. No, hell no, I'm not. I, hell no, I'm not. Um, but with that being said, though, they have speed on the outside. You know what I'm saying? They have tight ends that they can throw to, and they've shown a propensity to be able to target tight ends and and, and exploit seams in defenses. All I'm saying is is that Lamar needs to be better with his decision-making. His decision-making has taken a step back in the passing. Yes, they need to unleash it a little bit more. They need to give him more options in terms of route combinations and things like that because we know that what teams are going to try, they're going to stack the box. You got to go over the top on that. Like, it has to be a legitimate threat. And their passing game is not a legitimate threat. And that is on Lamar. I see it as it's hindering Lamar's growth. Yeah, yeah, he is still, he say, is still okay. a young QB. Why are we acting like Lamar Jackson been in the league for like six years? Because you know what? Like you said, he won the MVP. And then when you compare it to his contemporaries, what are they doing? You're always going to be compared to the people that are in your same group. Who is his contemporary? You already know. Just you talking about just Patty Mahomes? Okay, and, and that's who, the main one. Does he not have the best offensive coordinator in the game right now? I understand that, but 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 he also doesn't have Pat Mahomes' decision making. 20, tw- 21 touchdowns. Two of the best offensive coordinators. Twenty one in touchdowns, one interception. That is more than just scheme. That is a lot of decision making, bro. But a lot of it, man, the separation with those wide like, receivers. Those guys aren't getting open, man. Hollywood ain't getting open. Um, 
Duvernay, those those guys. That's what I'm saying. Patty got the best, fastest wide receivers in the game, and 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 that's on and that's on the coordinator. You got to scheme your guys, Uh, and that's why I said not. It's not all on. It's not all on Lamar. To me, the biggest knock on Lamar when I'm watching him is decision making. There's certain like, why'd you throw that? You know what I'm saying? Isn't he not young? You don't give him credit for that. He's in his only in his third league or the third year. I don't give him credit for being young. I, I just think that part of that is is on the coordinator to get it together and kind of. Kind of like you said, you have to scheme them in the in the position to be successful. And part of it is getting those guys open and, and figuring out how to get. They're gonna have to do something with them wide receivers. Somebody got to do something because the, the the dude don't have nowhere to throw the ball. They're stacking the box, but those guys are not getting open on the outside, and they're not making those catches. We just talked about some of those wide receivers. Like I was talking about Mike Williams making big catches and you know those difficult catches. They don't they don't have guys to do that. So it's kind of like that's why you see him pump faking sometimes because he's trying to lead them open, and they're not getting there. So he has nowhere to go with the ball. Thus, you hit a Willie Sneed. Thus, you use your tight end. It, he don't really have anything else to do. What What else can he do? Exactly. It, it looks like when you say decision-making, it's like, do I throw to this bum or this bum? Right. <laughs> That's, That's what I'm looking like. I, they're both bums. Like, I'm not going to really get much with this. That's my thing. I, I think, again, Lamar Jackson is still developing as a QB, and in his second year, won a fucking MVP. When he was running, just by running, let him know he. Mm-hmm. And I know he can pass because I seen him at Louisville and he, I, when I he was in the, when he was in yeah. the Big East because they played against the University of Cincinnati. Like I seen him, so I know what he can I do. It. I seen <laughs> it. <laughs> so I I, I don't understand how people say he's on the clock. Like you got we got because the league, the NFL is very unforgiving, mm-hmm. and they'll be quick to blame him than anybody else. So and they're ready to turn on him. Of course they are. Because they had to eat their words last year. Just like they ready to turn on Denny Dimes. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, then, and this oh is where we get to a Sheldon. So y'all go ahead. Ask me the questions y'all want to ask. Say what you want to say about this. The floor is y'all. I'm just going to let it go. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just wrap it up at the end. Danny is trash. <laughs> who, that, who is that, Danny Dimes better than? There's no question Dan about Donald. Danny Dimes. They're about the same, Jimmy though. G. He does look he, a little. No, no, no. He, he's no, he's nowhere near than. Jimmy G. He's better than Jimmy. He's G. not better. No, than sir. No, Jimmy G. no. The Giants will make a trade for Jimmy G right now. I'm not gonna say the man. Even with the one leg. Here, yep. here, here's the what Giants I was gonna make a trade for that porn star he was with. Not Jimmy G. <laughs> Here, here's what I say about Danny Dimes. I I am happy that I'm seeing some energy that they are on him about the turnovers, the way they've been on other guys that I've hate for on the show. So it's good to see that because when I saw. That he was up there with Ryan Leaf. Yeah, that was a bad stat. I hated ESPN for putting that fucking Man, stat up. That is not good. Now Ryan Leaf had other issues in terms mm-hmm. of his uh temperament. Um, but yeah, they keep jumping on Danny Downs about these turnovers. They pushing him out the league already, too. They're trying to. They're trying to because they talking about like, oh, okay, well, I had someone even tweet at me talking about some, oh yeah, with the number one, two, with the number two. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Justin Danny, Fields. Yeah, Dan Danny's done. He's not done. Joe Judge. I'll say this. Joe Judge, I believe, is the right coach for the Giants because he got those boys playing up. That defense, seven. Okay. That, that defense was looking real good against the Bucs. <laughs> um, Danny is – his decision-making is, is, is bad right now. I'm not even going to try to excuse it. But his poten- – you see his potential. You see when he was, uh, what he was like when he was running no huddle. He did th- – he, they could have blown out the Bucs. He overthrew at least three touchdowns. One was Sterling Shepard. One was to uh, two was to Slate Slayton. That, going that's to the seam and overthrew. Okay. That's overthrown. Cool. Yo, Nick. Uh-huh. Huh? 
that's further proving the point that he don't deserve to be there. No, I'm saying that he's, but he, first of all, this is his second year in COVID. This is a whole totally different, this is no OTAs. You just talked about Cam. You wish Cam had a whole offseason with Belichick. I wish Danny Dimes had an offseason, period. So I'm, I'm just saying like, of them. <laughs> I'm just saying that I'm seeing, I do see the position. I do see the progress. I just hope he just, all he has to do is just cut down the turnovers. Nick. Maybe not two, just one. Is this how I sounded when I used to talk about Winston? Yes. Okay. Kind of, sort of. <laughs> Daddy, hey, hey, I thought, hey, Nick, 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 I thought about that, too, last night, and I meant to mention it to y'all in the chat. What if Winston was on this team, though, that 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 um, Giants team? You think they'd be better off? Um, Not really, because I, I see a lot more holes. I don't think a QB change is what – that's what my main thing. The reason why I'm keeping for Daniel, I don't think a QB change – is what's needed. They have so many holes on this team. First of all, secondary help. That was the best I've seen the secondary uh, on Monday night. But still, secondary needs to be uh, addressed. Uh, pass rush still needs to be addressed. Offensive line still needs to be addressed. Uh, more weapons. Like, I know we, we got Sterling Shepard. We got Darius Slate. Like, but those are not the sexiest. Name. We still got fucking Golden Tate starting. So that's not sexy. Name. Like, our best player is hurt. Like, there's a lot of things that are going on right now that's like, how can you say these things to put everything on Danny when he's like, he's not playing with the full cupboard? So, I don't think getting Justin Fields or Trevor Lawrence or Trey Lance, whoever the fuck, is going to solve that. That's going to be more the same. But, 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 but here's the thing, though, right? Like, even with Joe Burrow, when you pass the eye test, then you know you can move forward. Danny Dimes needs to pass the eye test. What do you mean? He had what? one good game, bro. Yeah. He, he, look, man, he's more Trubisky than anything. Get oh, the fuck wow. out of here. Yes, yes, sir. Get the fuck out of here. I agree. I, Are I, you I, serious? I'm 100% serious. Yes. I'm, he's more Trubisky than he anything. He want me to walk dog. off, Ken. He want me to walk off. Hey, yes. Look, Danny Ooh, Dodge is going to be out the league in the next year or two. Yes. <laughs> he, he's not going to be there. He's yes. not going to be there, dog. He's I, sick. I, I, Ken, I he must be sick. You sick, bro. I, I hate to bust your bubble. But both Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, and Trey Lance, all three of them are better than Danny Dimes. Right now. Right today. Today. Right today. And if you can get any one of those three, you're going to move on from Danny Dimes. The same way. Who who was drafted before Kyler Murray? Oh, yeah, it don't even matter because he's not in the league no more. That's exactly what's going to happen to Danny Dimes, bro. What what about him has it about it? He's he's athletic. He has arm strength. Mediocre. Both of them. Mediocre? Mediocre. Meaning he's in the middle pack of the league when it comes to arm strength and, and wheels. Obviously, he's white, so he ain't he ain't Lamar, motherfucker. No, this but, motherfucker but to, tripped over his own goddamn feet. And Patty, Patty tweeted, I said, I would have probably done the same thing. I couldn't run he, that fast. He's just trying to make him feel good. You know, because no, he's he half white, so he can relate. <laughs> nah, the black is would have kept him up. He probably would have stumbled in the black. I'm like, nah, 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 nigga. That nigga would have kicked it. The X Factor. <laughs> <laughs> y'all, we call it the end factor. Yeah. <laughs> man, y'all are kidding. Hey, Nick, oh, what, what, what quarterback man, he is not trash. There's nothing special about him. There's nothing special. The arm, it, it, he doesn't, he, he doesn't wow me with the arm. He doesn't wow me with accuracy. He doesn't wow me above the shoulders pre-snap. There's a, the wheels are marginal at best. There, there's nothing about him that's like, oh shit, that's nice. We need to cultivate that. He, he's he's a backup. He's a backup. If he's if he's gonna be in the league, it's not gonna be as a starting quarterback. I guarantee I, that. 
That's it. He's he, and he's, he's going to be a backup. I don't I don't know what they saw in the first place to draft him out of Duke. He, he never had it, other than the size and, and the Trubisky. So you saying he's out the league in what? Trubisky. When is he out the league? Trubisky. In five years? Trubisky. He ain't even gonna say it, kid, because he ain't trying to be. <laughs> hey, Trubisky, they talking about bringing Trubisky right? back, ain't they? Yeah. They talking about starting him again. Hey, that's because your man's Nick Foles ain't looking too hot. Whose man's is he? Dwayne has only my man when he played against Brady. Got sat down, so I know they're gonna sit him down. Man, hey, 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 Shelton! Somebody in the chat said that Herbert threw that game, choked that game away against the Chargers. No, sir. I watched that whole game. He didn't choke that game away. Coaching choked. You didn't see it. Yeah, coaching choked that game away, man. He he did throw. Like I said, he threw that one pick where he threw one up. He. He had thrown the same pass to Mike Williams. That's pretty much the only thing he did. You be excusing the fuck out of him. Not, no, 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 no. How much bail you putting on his book, man? We're going to go back and watch that game together so I can show you, man. On first and second down when they had that lead, they was running the ball with Pope and running backs who I never heard of. I'm like, why are they running the ball and putting them in third and sevens? You know what I'm saying? And, and that was the position they put him in. So instead of sticking with the game plan, they kind of went away from it and was playing it safe. That's what caused the game. It wasn't him. It wasn't his fault. We done with your excuses. Um, Let's go on to another uh, young QB who's being put on the spotlight. Tua. Mm. Does Tua need more time or is he already being looked at as a bust? Need more time. You can't do that after His one first game. game. He's a bust. And then he's, I'm saying, is he being looked at as a bust? Because the way they was talking about him, as far as after his first game, it was like that, that game looked bad. I, that's all I know. It, 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 to me, this is partly T. Okay, look, if we're being honest, it wasn't the best game. But like, what was the real expectations? He's been out for over a year, had a hip injury, and then you're going to play against the most dominant on uh, hand on field D lineman in the game. Like what? Like like you saw what happened in his first attempt. He got sandwiched. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on! Like, look, Tua did what he was supposed to do. What they asked of him. It'll look better the second week he plays. It'll look better the third week he plays. And I'm not saying that he's going to be a Joe Burrow or Justin Herbert. But like I said the last week, they have to know what the hell they bought. I agree, and he better look better. And he better look better. You think they'll move off of him? Hell yeah! They mm-hmm. got two first round picks in this draft. Then why the fuck did they draft him? Because you got knowing all the shit that you said before that, they didn't know because, it. because before you had to see it. Exactly before the injury, there was no question. Tua was the best quarterback. And if you got him at number five for the value, because Justin Herbert was a question mark coming into the NFL. But Tua, pre-injury, it was hands down the number one. So if you can get him at number five and you're already rebuilding, go ahead and take take, take the gamble on him. Because it's better than Ryan Fitzmagic. Because yeah. look, at the end of the day, no matter how good the roster is, no matter how far you go, you win the division. Is Ryan Fitzpatrick really winning a damn Super Bowl? especially now with the Dolphins, not mm-hmm. not now, even though they may could possibly win the division. No, put Tua in there. The, the Dolphins know that they have talent both offensively and defensively. Maybe it's not developed to the point where it needs to be, but you need to know if Tua is the guy or not. Right. You have to know right now. Because and if then it, not, we got to go get somebody else. And if he is, then them two first, first round picks, guess what we're doing? O-linemen, because we can't afford you getting hurt again. Didn't it start with Tank for Tua? Wasn't it where it's Tank? The That's tank where it started. started. So Tua, Tua was, it was worth the risk. And like you said, mm-hmm. with it being Miami, they had nothing to lose. 
everything to gain at that point. So you take you take a flyer on to it and pray that he's close to what he was before. But you're right, we had to see in in the first game he was he was nervous as I'll get out. I'll tell you that much too. So going forward, I think it'd be a better mark to see what he's doing. They still won that game, luckily, which is amazing that they did the it was way by they defense. Did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh yeah, heck of a game by that defense. But and a hell we'll, of a game. We'll, Go ahead, my bad. No, I was just gonna say we'll see what he can do. You know, going forward, hopefully he'll settle down a little bit. And we can see his actual talent at work. We'll see. To me, to me, it's a hell of a coaching uh, game by Brian Flores. I think a, yeah, another, another, brother. another brother who I don't know how he's competing the way he is with this roster, but. He he may be the best disciple from Belichick we've seen probably if yes. not ever. Um, they they, they bought in definitely better than a nigga in uh, Detroit. Mm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but for me, it's just like we we've seen the same. We're seeing the same things that we talked about in college with too. Like he's skittish when there's pressure. He's uh he's smaller in stature, so that's gonna be his biggest obstacle. He's been out of football football for from at least from college football for a year, let alone real professional football ever because he didn't even have OTA. So it's like, I'm going to say he needs more time. But to me, why draft someone if you had all these question marks anyway? Like if you were already, if you already got all these draft picks anyway, because this is the best a, draft class upcoming. But he, but he was a better prospect than everybody else not named Joe Burrow. What was the key word in your sentence? Every, but he, he is a better prospect than everybody not named Joe Burrow going into the draft, being injured. Who the hell yeah. who, Justin Herbert looked like he wasn't going to do nothing coming from Oregon. In Oregon, he wasn't doing this. Yeah. You couldn't have to, you would have told me that this is what he was going to do through six, seven games in the season. I would have been like, bro, you crazy, them motherfucker. Me too. But he's a pleasant surprise. Jo- uh, Jordan Love ain't going to see the field. Mm-mm. Who else got drafted? Hurts. Hurts. Nah. nah. You know what I'm saying? Who, who be- outside of Joe Burrow? Plays. Who else were the Dolphins going to take? You had to take the flyer on Tua. He yeah. fell to you. You had to. You have to see, okay, is it worth it or not? Again, the, the damn Cardinals drafted back-to-back quarterbacks. So don't act like it's unprecedented. It has happened. And guess what? We're in an era now of football where you got two and a half years. And if you don't hit in them two and a half years as a quarterback, you out the league. Gone are the days where you sit behind the starting incumbent quarterback for two to three years. Done. Done. We're paying these damn rookies too much damn money. Too much damn money. They kept the money a while ago. I understand. But, 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 but understand, if you are a top 10 NFL quarterback draft pick, you have a lot of guaranteed in there. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying it's not like when you get read up. I'm not. No, it's not that type of money. You get 30, 35 million. But that's over four to five years. But but that but that is money tied up into that position. And if I have to get rid of you, I have to eat that money. That's cheap it, money. You, that's you what I'm saying. That's all. Quick, that's all the more reason Nick, to Nick, let him Nick, stay. Nick. But no, you gotta let him go if he's not the right person because he's the cheapest now. I, and if I gotta eat that money, eat it now. But at the end of the day, if I eat that money on a top five quarterback, I'm paying one quarterback essentially sixty million. That's not cheap. But it's a decision that you have to make and you have to know what the hell you have to know where you are organizationally. We know this about the Dolphins. They have in the last three years, they are one of the better run organizations. They moved on from players that had a lot of talent. Minka Fitzpatrick, the left tackle, Laramie Tunzel, Kenyon Drake, Kenyon Drake, 
flipped those guys yep. for draft picks, added guys to the roster that are cheaper, that fit into the system. They all have bought in. The one thing we're missing is a quarterback. Quarterback is always the biggest question mark for any NFL team. This guy that was the best guy in the draft pre-injury has fallen to us. Herbert, question mark, bigger than Tua, even with the injury. Jordan Love, hell no, not at number five. Who else are we taking? Let's grab Tua. Let's see what we have because right. the roster is already set. All they need is a quarterback to just be even competent, and right. they are a good team. So and the fact they that- have to do what they're doing. And the fact that COVID hit um, also made it a little more difficult to evaluate. So they really couldn't tell what they had in him, but they had to take the fire. It was a, like I said, it was a chance worth taking because that man could turn out to be exactly what we thought he was going to be, which is why they had Tank for Tua. It didn't start with Tank for Trevor. It started with Tank for Tua. Mm-hmm. And, you know, pre-injury, Tua was supposed to be the number one pick, period. So going forward, you'll be able to know what you got with him. And, and I think it was a good choice, like I said, because – you got backups. You got stuff. You got, you know, you got picks in the tank. So if you need to move on, you can go ahead and do what you got to do. My but, thing is, I I hate the fact that the Cardinals drafted Rosen and then a year later drafted Murray. Because like FIFA just said, they set precedent for scouts that can, we, we talked about earlier, that don't know what the fuck they doing anyway, before or after COVID. Judging all these kids who they trying to, you know, build their resume off of or who's saying they're going to be the franchise QB and then two years into it, you let them fucking go because they not, because the team, because the, the reason why you're drafting that high is because the team already shitty. So it's not like they put it into the best situations. But, but, so how are we really evaluating these players? But, but, but let me ask you this though, Nick, was it the right move or the wrong move for the Cardinals to do what they did? It was the right move. And 2020 hindsight though. But, but at the end of the day, they made the right move. And the Dolphins are in, in right now in the moment making the right move. What do we have? Is it worth keeping? Is it worth letting go? And then they have two first round picks. So they are making the right move. Stop getting on them because they're not 100% sure about the guy they took. You just named me one anomaly, though, with the, but, with but, the Cardinals. But, 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 and but, even but, on top of that, even on top of that, why draft Rosen if you didn't fall, if you weren't in love with him? Because clearly when you heard the shit afterwards, it was like, oh, he was cocky as fuck. I was like, then why the fuck did you draft? You do interviews. Because maybe he was the best available on your draft board. And it's a position of need. Every damn team that's not competing for a championship needs a quarterback, I guarantee you. To me, that sounds like you're, you're playing both sides. You can't. I'm not to playing me, both sides. To me, it's a, you can't say, "Oh, you got to pick whoever's best available." But at the same time, if they ain't good, you got to let them. You got to no, let no, them go no, two no, years. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, is that every team has a different position of need, and most teams that are not competing for a Super Bowl, their main position of need is a quarterback. And if you're gonna go young, you don't have but more than two, two and a half years to really know what you have. Is this somebody we can really build around or is this somebody that we're going to have to let go and start over? That, that, that's just where football is right now. But you can do that assessment in two years? Yes. 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 Because, look, Nick, we're living in an era right now. You got to be able to adjust. 
right? And these quarterbacks are coming into the league more ready to play than ever. And part of that is because they're bringing the offense that they played in college, possibly even in high school, and they're bringing it to the NFL. We're seeing more college offenses. We're seeing more college coaches have more success in the NFL more now than ever. And a lot of these college quarterbacks are coming in more ready to play now more than ever. So with that being said, Again, like I said previously, we're not we're out of the days of where you're going to have a quarterback sit two, three years behind a guy and be Steve McNair. Steve McNair sat and he became an MVP. That right there is never going to happen again. You're going to come in, even if you don't start day one, a la Pat Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes, you know, no, no disrespect. Um, that's the most you're not going to sit more than a year, bro. You get drafted in the first two rounds, you're not sitting more than one year behind any damn starter. So, yeah, you got two years from the time you take over. Let me see what you got. I, I just think that's, that's one fucked up way to evaluate talent, especially if, on, if they're on the cheap. That's the whole reason why you're drafting see, 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 you, you know what happens? I, I'll give you a prime example. If you aren't sure about the quarterback, right, and you're not bold enough, to get rid of that quarterback, what do you do? You have a coaching carousel. Look at the Browns. The problem is Baker. And they have absolved him of those problems and they've replaced how many head coaches in how many years. So are we going to actually address the elephant in the room or are we going to blame everybody else? The elephant in the room isn't Baker. The elephant in the room is the GM who drafted Baker. Because who the hell okay. who the hell would have okay, picked fine. Baker Mayfield as the number one overall pick mm-hmm. when Lamar Jackson was at 32? That's how look, far he dropped. Look, 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 Again, look. it's about the evaluation. Kid, what did we say what we was going to do two years look, ago or a year ago? But every, but we every, was going to start coming but, at GMs but, and, and not but everybody, but everybody going into that draft said Lamar is a project. At two, three years later, is he, is he one of the top five passers in the NFL? He's one of the top five QBs in the NFL. That, but there's... Position, I, I, you said position, I, I, I right? Was specific in what I said. Yeah, because he was the MVP Pos- last year. Position, position. Look, Lamar Jackson is great, but what was the knock on him coming into the league? What type of passer is he going to be? And we're still having the same question. We, I, I. The only reason why I thought Lamar was going to take a little bit longer was because I didn't think athletically he was at the level he was at. Because the first time I seen them play in the NFL, I'm like, bro, these linebackers and dudes are as, as fast as you. So you're not going to be able to turn the corner. But once he figured it out and the game slowed down just enough for him to be able to shine his athletic ability, that's extremely difficult, especially coming in with no tape. There's no tape on you, dog. There's no tape on how you want to play. But now that there's tape, what happens? The questions are back out there. We didn't question them last year. Wasn't that much tape on them. We're questioning them this year. There's tape on them. Right. The passing attack of Lamar, uh, the passing ability of Lamar Jackson was the number one question mark coming into the NFL. And it's still the number one question of his game. We're not questioning how great of an athlete he is. We're not questioning if he's a winner or not. We're questioning, can you throw the ball? Can you make the requisite throws to win championships? There's a whole bunch of, you know, this is like the Giannis conversation. There's a whole bunch of quarterbacks that are less than. Lamar Jackson that I will take over Lamar Jackson. Does he does Lamar Jackson have a winning record as a, start, as a starting QB? He's a he's a winner. Okay. He's a winner. But you know what? As, I, as I'll a, take as Joe a, Burrow over the next seven years over Lamar Jackson. Okay, because you listen to Colin Cowherd. What I'm trying to tell That's you right now. The only reason the you reason said what now? is I would take Joe Burrow over the next decade over Lamar Jackson. 
Joe Burrow can stand there and throw the ball. What the fuck are we talking about here? An MVP just last year. And what's he going to do this year then? Is, is Joe Burrow going to win an MVP this season? And I'm a Bengals fan. I'm asking you. Not this season. Is he going to win it next season? But, but, but he's is fine. he going to win it next season? He, he may win, win it in his first three years. Is, is he going to win it? Are you may putting win it right now? You may said win 10 years. So you, or not even 10. You said seven. So that's even closer. So he, in, in, three, can, in three more he, years. He could win it in his career. He, is, he could win it in his career. Lamar Jackson won an MVP by just <laughs> running. That's how fucking talented he is. Look, Michael Vick would have won an MVP just for just running if he didn't fuck away his career the way he did. But at the end of the day, Quarterback gets paid to do what, Nick? To win games. No, 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 no. You pay yes. a quarterback to do what? To win games. Okay. And then, and then next on that priority list is to, is to do what? What, to Be- throw because, the ball? Because you pay a running back to do what? To run. So I'm not paying my quarterback to run. But the quarterback, the running back ain't nowhere near compared to the quarterback as far as importance but, or as far as how he affects but, the game. Exactly. But how does he affect the game? He affects the game in multiple ways. But the way that you win championships is not by running with your quarterback. You don't want who what? Can, 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 Cam Newton won a championship like that in his, in, in, in his MVP year? He got a Super Bowl. Yes, he did. He okay. got the Super Bowl. He got there. Did he win it? Oh, okay. Did he win? <laughs> you, you pay quarterbacks to do what? Win. Did he win? He didn't win. Lamar Jackson. quarterbacks don't win in the NFL, dog. So who has the better record now between Joe Burrow and Lamar Jackson? By throwing, by throwing, you said hard, by throwing about. Who won that Super Bowl in his third year? Pat Mahomes. Why? Because he could throw the damn ball. Okay. Okay. It's not because he could run. Lamar Jackson is five and two. Somebody said this out of shape, people talking. <laughs> you 100 I'm out of shape. You that 100. I'm, I'm way the fuck out of shape. But y'all motherfuckers saw the skill, and I saw y'all. Y'all want us to talk about the three on three shit. Next time, be on here. We gonna talk about it. But look, hey, but, but yeah, he he is winning. He's five and two. That's what I'm saying. He's what are we winning. talking about here? Look, look, look. Come on. Look, 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 look. When you analyze and critique, you 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 poke holes at what people don't do well. Correct? Yes. So what does Lamar not do well? Not right now. He, he's not the best thrower. He hasn't been. He has. What, what has Lamar looked like Patrick Mahomes ever? No in one looks life. like Patrick Mahomes. Maybe yes. someone else looks like Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers don't even look like Patrick Mahomes. Yes, he he can't even win the yes, fucking game when he's down about three. But, what the fuck are we talking about? But 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 Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes. He does when he throw the ball and lose games, right? Because he, he throw he the ball and lose games. Game. But he won, he won a championship. championship. And how many has what Lamar won? Not and him. how many has Lamar won? How many has Cam Newton won? How many has Lamar won? Did Aaron Rodgers won? How, uh, how many were Aaron Rodgers won? Uh, MVP you want to keep going with mobile quarterbacks? Those quarterbacks you mentioned won a third uh, MVP. Russell Wilson hasn't been, and maybe it's Steve Young, but that was you know he wasn't he was athletic, but he wasn't like Lamar Jackson athletic. Name me running quarterbacks outside of Russell Wilson and Steve Young to win. So Lamar Jackson is name he's me, done. He's Nick, done. Nick, answer the question. Name me a running quarterback outside of Steve Young and, 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 and Russell Wilson and now Pat Mahomes. <laughs> so you're going to take the three that I would name, motherfucker? <laughs> of course, if you're going to take the list, I ain't got shit to say. But let me ask you this. Name so one let, outside let me, these let me eight. The question differently. Let me phrase the question differently. Out of those three quarterbacks, in comparison to Lamar Jackson, who does Lamar throw better than? None of them right now. So that's the fucking problem, Nick. You just named that's it. The, that's the problem, no. though, Nick. What, Nick, they will not. Look, no. look, look. You know what the your Baltimore, problem is? The Baltimore Ravens Achilles heel will be Lamar Jackson. They oh, go as God. far as Lamar goes. 
if Lamar can't throw the ball effectively, efficiently, they will never win a Super Bowl. It's as simple as that, dog. So you think that Lamar will not progress as a QB moving forward? I didn't say that. Okay, so I'm saying he I'm asking needs you. To, I'm asking and you. And I'm saying that this year, there is no progression. And we just talked about the head coaches. We talked about the personnel and the roster around So him. there's other reasons why this progression has stalled, right? But at the end of the day, Joe Burrow, right? Justin Herbert. Yeah, they got talent. But sometimes when they throw the ball, it's like, oh, shit. They, they're, they're, they're making NFL reads. They're throwing people open consistently. But what, what weapons do they have? Do they have better weapons than the Baltimore Ravens? I'm just asking a question. But, but, but I'm asking that, a question. But, but, you but, ask me but, questions, but, I'm asking a question. I thought that's the MVP, though. Uh, <laughs> he the MVP, though. Oh, he the MVP now. Now you want to respect him as MVP. I'm just saying he the MVP, right? I'm just saying this. But why wasn't he I'm MVP? Saying, it wasn't saying, because he threw I'm the ball. Saying, I'm it saying. wasn't because he threw the ball. And that's what's so fucking brilliant about it. If he that's called, not brilliant. Listen, listen it's to me. not sustainable. Listen. It's not sustainable. No one's saying that's sustainable. But, but I'm saying, but, but, but you're telling me that you'd rather have Lamar Jackson over Joe Burrow. If you can let me finish, I'll, let you, I'll tell you what I'm saying. I'm saying as a he as based off his pure athleticism. He won an MVP. He hasn't even gotten down the quarterback position to a, a, a full extent. Neither has uh, Joe Burrow. Neither has Justin Herbert. Patty Mahomes just last year said, I can read defenses. So these QBs are still learning and they're winning. 100. Well, at least the two, the two black ones are. They're 100. winning. 100. So why are right. we saying that Lamar can't be better moving forward? Because Correct. Lamar has a ceiling slash handicap. Lamar Jackson is. As great as he could potentially be as a passer, he will never eclipse Pat Mahomes. Pat Mahomes today is greater a passer than Lamar Jackson will ever be in his entire career. Let me ask you this. Is Pat Mahomes probably the greatest passer potentially moving forward in NFL history? One of the greatest. Okay, so you're saying that he's an anomaly, right? Nah, if you're one of if you're probably the greatest ever or one of the greatest ever, you're an anomaly. You're not. No, the, you're not. The, but, but, you're not common, but, but, right? No, but but what I'm saying is is that is that is there there is a box that you throw Pat Mahomes into, right? You throw him in the Tom Brady box. You throw him in the uh the Peyton Manning box. You like these what is are that all box? the what is that box called? Right. Uh, Super Bowl winners. That's what that's called. That's what that's so called. Trent Dilfer is in that box too, right? Hell no. Nick Foles is in that box too, right? Hell motherfucker. Those are no, Super Bowl winners, are they not? MVP winners is the Eli Manning is in that box too, right? And you know what? I'm just Eli, asking. That's the box you just Eli, said. Nick Foles and whoever else that you just mentioned are all better throws than, than Lamar Jackson. All right, let's, let's, and that's why they won. Let's, let's and that's why they won Super Bowls. Okay. No, they had better people to throw too. Let's just start. Let's that's start. Part two. That's part two. At the end of the day, we can't talk about being a good passer yet. Because he threw the what ball. What do you mean? He's in he his third year. We're talking Joe Burrow's a good passer. We're talking Justin Herbert's a good passer. After, yeah. after three weeks, we knew Russell Wilson what he was in his career. Uh, ben Roethlisberger, yeah, he was shaky. But we did we not know that. what Russell Wilson was after three weeks in his career. Yeah, we did yeah, not we know did. Russell Wilson was going to be the so, Russell Wilson he is now. So, so, whoa, I, I whoa, did, so did this man... If you did know that, why the fuck was he dropped in the third round? If we knew that already. But who was the week one starter? He was. He, he, who he, was he, the week one starter? Ken. He was killing Matt Flynn, Who was the week one is starter? Is Matt Flynn anything to, to sneeze about or to go home about? Who was the week one starter? Before you could have started week one for Matt Flynn. No, I couldn't. <laughs> Matt Flynn, the only, the only thing I got to say about that is they brought Matt Flynn in to be the starter. Now, now the thing about it is I, I still think Lamar got time to develop. He still has time to do some things, and we've not seen the end of this story. The man was MVP last year for a reason. And yeah, that team could have won a Super Bowl if, you know, if some things had failed his way. So we just got to see what happens. Get him a weapon. And then we say that. You know what I'm saying? Let's get him a weapon. I, I, I'm, I'm not. Outside I'm, of, not, 
I'm not saying that Lamar Jackson can no, he's no longer going to progress. I believe he has the work ethic and I think that he wants to be great. But at the end of the day, passers that are elite, they jump off the screen. They just do. They just do. It, it, it's the it factor. Lamar has it, but it's, it, it's the legs is what separates him. It's not the arm. It's not the head. It's the legs. And he, guys he, that rely on the legs is not sustainable long term. He That's never the has only to point be. I'm trying to make. But see, here's the point about that, though, FIFA. He never has to be an elite passer. He just needs to be a solid passer. If he can pass that ball solid, his skill set and his athleticism is going to carry him long enough to where he can sustain in the league. He just needs to be able to get the ball to point A, from point A to B to a top receiver. You, That's you all he needs what, to be able to do. You, you know what Lamar Jackson is going to be? Russell Westbrook. He's going to have all of the – he's already an MVP. He's going to have all of the accolades. He's going to beat all of the rushing stats and all of this and all of that. And we're going to say he's great. And he is. And I'm respecting him as that because he is the MVP. You know, and like we have not seen an athletic quarterback like this since Michael Vick. And it has not been close. I feel that. I see that. But at the end of the day, how many titles is Russell Westbrook going to win? The same thing. That's all I'm saying about Lamar Jackson. I'm, I'm not I'm not questioning his greatness. I'm saying he's great. But that but his type of greatness is not sustainable long term in the NFL playing the position he plays. To me, that's questioning I, his greatness. I, I, I think that that's questionable. And like I said, also, his ceiling is higher than you give him credit for. This guy did sling the ball around at Louisville. I saw him do it. I saw him make some difficult passes and throws. He was doing all of it. It was no big gap between him and Baker. Somebody said that Baker was much better. No way. Uh-uh. No. I watched both of them play. And Lamar flashed on the screen all day long. And I'm not talking mm-hmm. about his legs. I'm talking about his arm, too. He had arm talent. It's just he didn't get the credit for it because of color of his skin. That man is going to learn to play quarterback. Because I think I think that with the proper development and coaching, he'll be okay. Just I think, fever. honestly, th- 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 this is my belief. And, you know, nobody else has to believe it. It's just how I see the game. I think that when we're talking about the top 10 passers in the NFL, there's something God given about what makes them great in terms of passing. And Lamar has a very lively arm and he has a whole bunch of different angles that he could throw at, but there's very few throws that I'm like, Holy crap. I think he's the only one that can make it the best throw that I've, that I've personally watched and you know, in lifetime. Lamar make was last year. I want to say it was against the Titans when he threw in a double coverage to Hollywood Brown and he literally dropped it in the bread basket over, over two defenders. Um, but he doesn't do that enough because naturally he's not a gifted passer. He's a well, gifted athlete. Well, see, naturally he doesn't have the receivers to get to the positions to make it happen. We still got it. Like I said, some of these guys have people getting open to make these plays too. He doesn't have okay, that. Okay, so so all right. So so so, so don't right. have it. So, the separation so, 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 so let me let me let me try to give more examples to try to explain what I'm talking about. Russell Wilson does not have the biggest arm in the league, but he throws the prettiest deep ball and the best right. deep ball, in my opinion. Right. Every time somebody goes deep, he puts it way over the defender and it drops literally right in the bird basket every time. Right. That jumps off the screen, and we saw that day one. Right. We saw that, right? Like, that's the reason why he won the starting job. He, he came in there. Yeah, they didn't know. Okay, yeah, you know, we might need some competition at the quarterback position. This guy, he walked on. He did all of this stuff. Okay, cool. Let's bring him in. And the reason why he won the starting job week one was because you couldn't deny it. 
when you look at a lot of these other talented young quarterbacks, they make these throws that's like, holy crap. You know what I'm saying? Derek Carr has immense arm talent. You know where his weakness is? Here. Too skinny. Mm-hmm. Feet, feet, eyes, arm don't see the same thing. But but when he has time to throw, the 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 the, the arm talent that he exudes is like, damn, bro, you should be elite. But you're not. Why? But you have the arm talent. So just because you may have elite characteristics here and there doesn't mean that you're overall going to be elite. Now, I think like Lamar is overall elite because his athletic ability is just is unmatched at that position. However, how long is that sustainable and how big can he grow? How much can he grow in terms of a passer when it's not natural? Look at Cam Newton. We, we, we can't say we can't say it's not natural though. Like I said, if you let's go back and watch Cam Newton, Newton is not a natural thrower of the football. Cam Newton has a cannon. Cam Newton Lamar, has a cannon. Lamar made those throws at Louisville. He had to. He was. He had. They were getting open for him. I, look, look, I'm not, listen, I'm, I'm I'm not disagreeing with you, but what I'm saying is, is that when you see that these uber athletic quarterbacks that make it to the league how many of them actually progress past a point where they're on par with the best passers in the game? It doesn't happen. Yeah, Cam Newton came out and, and broke the rookie uh, uh, passer record game one against Arizona. And everybody's like, holy crap. But what did we start questioning? It, it, mentally, can, is he reading the defenses? Of course, that could come with time, right? I get that. But, 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 but we, also, we also question his accuracy. We question mm-hmm. Lamar's accuracy. Lamar Jackson is a smaller version of Cam Newton. Mm. And we've seen what happened to Cam. I don't think that his passing ability is ever going to surpass middle of the pack in the NFL. And because of that, I think that he has major limitations because the legs ain't going to last forever. How, how long is he going to be this fast? How many hits does he have to take? We've seen him take a couple of hits against the damn Steelers. Steelers hit. Look at the division he plays in. Naturally, that division is a tough division even when the teams suck. Bro, I just, I don't, I, as much as I love Lamar and I want him to do good. I was on you, love him. I, I just, I don't, <laughs> I don't see him sustaining top five quarterback for 10 years. I'm just saying this right now. Lamar Jackson is top five at his position. I agree, but he's not a top five thrower of the ball. So if you're top five and you can't throw, I can't wait to see what you can do. Right. Uh, moving but who's on. Who's to say he's going to be able to? That's the problem. We'll see. Time will tell. Uh, last question about the NFL before we get to our week six picks. Uh, is Carson Wentz going to be benched before the end of the regular season? Nah. No. Hurts isn't good enough. You don't think so? They gave him a passing play in the last game. Nah. Nah. I, I don't see it. Mm-mm. I just, I don't think they believe in Hurts like that. I, I feel like with. I know we talk about this all the time, but with Wentz, I think that that's the QB that people are not really thinking about as far as the Philly could move off of. We're talking about Jimmy G's. We're talking about Mr. Mm-hmm. Biskies. You can bring up Danny Don, Sam Darnold. Like, that's the QB that I can see people get off of because we always go back to what's now with three years removed or mm-hmm. two to three years removed from that quote-unquote MVP season he was having. Hasn't been the same since. Yeah, it looks like a flute. So, but I don't think he's going to get benched for hurt. So, no, nah, especially with that uh, division in play, they're going to do that. They can still win. Yeah, they're going to do yeah, that. Yeah, they're, they're winning when he's bad. So, 
<laughs> that alone is going is going to be what keeps him out there. And I hope that he, uh, I hope they don't throw Hurts in that situation. But I would love to see Hurts take over that position at some point. I just don't think he's going to be ready this year. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be this year. I think that they're going to let Wentz play out. I think if they make a move off of Wentz, it'll be this offseason. Um, I think that when he's played as good and as bad as he's played, um, and you already have another quarterback kind of waiting, that you want to get as much as you possibly can for Wentz, whether it be one or two, maybe three draft mm-hmm. picks, lower mm-hmm. draft picks or whatever. But that just means that they're just going to be rebuilding. And, and they just got to get wep- – and they got to stay healthy. They got to get weapons and they got to stay healthy. I think outside of shit, really, uh, maybe outside of the 49ers this season, nobody else has been that banged up. Mm-mm. Like, like they're like, they don't have nothing. They didn't have nothing last year and Wentz was winning. They have even less now. Happens every year. They need to look at that uh, training staff. They do. These nutrition. It's only, yeah, it's only, it's only right up in there. Yeah, um, yeah it's, I think. It's crazy. The worst thing the uh, Philly could do is win a Super Bowl. Um, yeah, Sheldon, do you remember our picks that we put in the chat for last week? I know we forgot to. Uh, yeah, that's what I was gonna ask you. Dang, yeah. I, I I know I went three and zero. That's all right. Yeah, I know your ass was ready to brag. Yes, I was ready to brag on these picks, and I'm in first place now. By the way, just so y'all know, not for long. Yeah. Um, we did pick the the Pittsburgh Baltimore game. Yep. I know I picked right. Nick, I think you picked Baltimore. I did pick Baltimore. I picked uh, the Ken, Steelers. Ken picked the Steelers. And uh, FIFA, who you picked? He wasn't here. We oh, did it on the like chat, it. though. Didn't yeah, we did it in the chat. We didn't do it in the chat either. Oh, okay. Um, I think the next um, one was what? New England-Buffalo? That was the New game, England-Buffalo. Uh, I can't. I picked I Buffalo. I think I picked Buffalo, too. You did, Nick. You picked Buffalo, too. Um, and then what was the last game? It was San Francisco and Seattle. Yes, it was San Francisco, Seattle. And I had Seattle. I, I had, had Seattle, Seattle as well. We all had Seattle, I think. So right. I got one wrong. I got the- So this week, we're going to make it up. We're going to add an extra game for week six. I got to get back to be the lead dog. I, 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 I'm, not, I'm not right when I'm not, not <laughs> number one. Uh, so this week, week six, we got New Orleans at Tampa Bay. Who y'all got? Um, hey, New Orleans made a sneaky good move. We didn't talk about it. They traded for Quan Alexander. Sure did. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. they yeah, they did. Yes. This this trade deadline was boo boo though. That was like that the was. biggest. That was the that biggest because they were talking about Will Fuller might go to the Packers, and that didn't mm-hmm. happen. Didn't happen. Uh, but we know the trade deadline doesn't yeah. really in the NFL. It's not like the NBA. They just started really trading. Mm-hmm. Where's this? Where's this game going to be? Is it going to be in in Tampa? In yeah, Tampa. is that Tampa? Yeah, uh, I'm 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 gonna take the Bucks in this one. I will I'm, as well. I think that Tom Brady's gonna be looking at this game to avenge that loss. I'm going Saints. Just because you hate Tom Brady, I ain't cool. got nothing to do with that. <laughs> that's all it is. I'm, I'm looking that. at I'm looking at the no, game. No, that's all it the is. Giants, the way the Giants played the Bucks, and I know they go. Uh, the Bucks will have AB. They should have AB back for this for game. this game. Mm-hmm. Even with that, Brady Brady still doesn't have his timing right with any of those receivers, as you can clearly tell. Um, it, de- it, it depends on if Mike Tom- if Thomas plays. Though. If he plays, in Saints will have a chance. If not, I don't think they're going to have a chance. I just don't. Yeah, that's the only thing. I don't know if he's going to play, man, because if he plays, I got the Saints without him. 
that's tougher because they they struggled to beat the Bears. I know the Bears have an elite defense. So uh, I, I'm going to say it like this. Nah, I, this is one or the other, kid. Ain't no say it like this. <laughs> I don't want you on the fence. <laughs> Saints. All right. Uh, next game, we got Seattle at Buffalo. Seattle. Mm. Seattle. Seattle for sure. I'm going to go Seattle. Even though I, it's at Buffalo, because that cold is going to... He ain't going to be throwing it like that. Yes, he is. Well, I'm going to go Seattle. Though. I'm going to go with the black man. Uh, we got a, the young boys. Miami at Arizona. Ooh. Arizona. Yeah. Arizona. Miami not ready for that. Nah. Miami, yeah. not ready Miami beat uh, the Rams. They're not ready to put up 35 in a shootout. They're yeah. not ready. To, they're not there yet. I don't think lightning going to strike twice. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. The Cardinals are a different animal this year. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Arizona as well. The last extra game we got, we got the Las Vegas Raiders at the Chargers. Los Angeles Chargers. Chargers. How you do that, Nick? <laughs> this is the game for Lynn's career, so I'm going to go with Chargers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with Chargers too because I feel that, they, that they've, they've heard all of the noise. And, and, and it's not like they're devoid of talent. They, they just haven't closed out, and that's, you know, I, I think I think I think you could prepare for that. So I got charged this game. All right. Uh those are the picks. And that's all I got for this week. All right. So an update on the election that is not looking good. It's not looking good. Um I was just looking at it too. Biden's still up, isn't he? I mean, yeah, he is, but these battleground states are not looking in his favor. So Biden is up 209 to 118 over Trump. Ooh, you're right. Trump was just at like 112. So he must have won another state. But um, but yeah, uh, uh Fox just called Arizona for Joe Biden. So uh that's if that is official and the AP would have to call it, then that's that would be big. I think Trump got Ohio. Yeah, it looks like he's gonna win Ohio and North Carolina. Yeah. Yeah, it's not looking good, bro. It's not looking good at all. These damn swing states, man. They just they just loyal, bro. So um, yeah, Lindsey Graham beat out uh Jamie Harrison in South Carolina, uh Shelton. And, oh. and trouble like he got Florida too. Yeah, he's gonna get Florida. All right, yeah, he's gonna get Florida. So but um, but as as they were saying, uh, you know, again, not to Depending on what side, like if you're a Trump fan, this is this is Trump supporter. This is great for you. If you're a Biden supporter, hold your head up high. They say that uh, it's going to take a few days for those mail-in votes to be counted. And they just started counting them today. And it's like millions. So but uh, we'll see. But yeah, that's where we are. So uh, but that's why we came here tonight, because there ain't no way in hell I was going to sit around and watch that TV for <laughs> hours. Uh, getting frustrated uh, with America, but it's going as expected. I won't say frustrated. This is par for the course, but uh, we'll see what happens. So uh, the path to 270 is, is still in place. So, but um, thank you guys for showing up. We hope we were able to take your mind, uh, even though I saw some of you guys talking about the election in there. That's dope. And it was civil from what I saw, but uh, we thank you guys for showing up. We're glad you guys, uh, hopefully we're able to take your minds off what was happening tonight for a few hours and we'll be back next week either with the new president or with the same old same old 
So that's going to do it for us. We'll catch you guys next time. We out. Peace. 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 Ain't nobody come to see you, Otis. <laughs>